0: Like that? That's how I always reaffirm myself. Give me another. One. Tony Bruno. See? Give me another. One.
1: Tony Bruno.
0: <laughs> you say it real fast now?
2: Tony Bruno.
0: Nice. you say it real slow now? Tony Bruno. Can you get deeper? Roll. Deeper. <laughs> You're a bad man. You're a bad man. Tony Bruno. Tony Bruno.
3: And now. Oh, Tony Bruno. Stop it! Here
0: is Tony Bruno. can't say let's get ready to rumble or Michael Buffer, another Philadelphia native, will come in here and burst through the doors and slap me with a cease and desist. Hello there. It's Thursday. It's January 9th. And do you know where you are right now? I know where we are. We are on Tony Bruno Live. Tony Bruno Show. Twitch.tv. It's where everybody gathers around their portable electronic devices. Their big screen TVs where they can cast this show and sit in the comfort of their own living room with the fires blazing as we are finally starting to see some signs of winter. Winter is coming. It hasn't really arrived yet here in the Philadelphia area on the East Coast. Not much snow, a couple of squalls here or there. But we're still waiting for the big one. And so are a lot of women, unfortunately. I tried to help them the other night when there were squalls and people were worried again about how much they would get. And just like most times, they were lied to. They didn't get what they were promised. Speaking of that, Miss Robin is here <laughs> again putting a smile on her face and putting a, a brow on today so that she once again yes, does yes. not become the subject of absolutely degenerate loser. Bands that we love to watch us every single day. Well, no, I, I was
2: going to say, don't insult them.
0: No, no, no. We I'm love not, them. But no, I mean, I didn't even notice because, you know, when you live with somebody, you don't notice that stuff. I mean, I Which notice, so but sad. I can't see you. You're behind the computer. So I don't check to see if you have a bra on. I know what you look like without a bra on. So if you want to go braless, Robin, go braless, and it's not even St. Patrick's Day yet, you know, I will notice it around the house. But when you're doing a a program like this Twitch show that we do every day, Monday to Friday, 1 to 3, and we go over time when necessary, nobody shuts us down here. Yesterday, apparently, Miss Robin, to many, many of our astute observers who watch us every day and listen and subscribe and follow and all the other good things that make your life. We're very,
2: (laughs) very observant, Yes, they really
0: are. (laughs) And instead of ripping the – because you don't rip the customers. You know what I mean? It's like people who rip – it's like politicians who rip half the country. They forget that the other half of the country could be listening to you as well. You know what I, I'm saying? I did not rip them. No, I'm not ripping them. I'm giving them a roaring nine of applause. Because what these people have proven, male and female alike, is that they're paying very close attention to this show. You know, most radio stations and most shows, sort of like Robin when she watches TV, she watches shows that you are required to actually watch the screen instead of just listen in the background. And yet she's on her phone tweeting or playing games or playing a game that now she is addicted to more than any drug addict could be addicted to any hallucinogen now, I or narcotic. G- okay,
2: it's not that I'm addicted to it. This is you, I keep trying to explain to you. I have so many things going on in my brain at once. And I can't just shut it off, but that game allows me what is the to game bring now, everything because down.
0: I got ripped two years ago when I started playing these stupid casino roulette, no, Wheel of Fortune-type casino games, uh-huh. you know, or, yeah, the ones that are the the, uh, the slot machine-type games. Right. I never gambled on them. I never. I would play them, and I'd run out of money, and I'd go to another game. That's what I did. And that's what I did late at night to go. But I haven't touched one of those games in over two years but in the time that I stopped it, two years ago at least, Miss Robin has not missed one single solitary day of playing that game. It is an addiction, and I believe there is no cure, sort of like a lot of other things that are happening out there. So if any doctor out there can help Miss Robin, yeah, what is the name of that stupid game you play? Well, there's
2: two. There's two two or three, and I do the same thing that you do. I, I never pay for anything. So as <laughs> soon as I run out of lives, I go on to the next
0: one. What's the game called, Robin? Um There's
2: one that's called The Clockmaker. The there's, Clockmaker? Yeah, there's another one that's um, um, some... It, it, they're all pretty much the same. They're like the match-three games. And it's just so that I can bring... The noise down.
0: That doesn't bring the noise down. Yes, All it's it does. Doing, and now science has proven. And, you know, this is a show that's, that's based on science and scientific facts. There's no way the human brain can multitask late at night after a long day where you've spent your day racking your brain to put together shows, to, to answer emails, to have conversations, uh-huh. to talk about things that we're going to do later, tomorrow, the next day, about going to back to screwballs in King of Prussia on Saturday afternoon for playoff football action shows. And then you sit around at night. Now, I'm on Twitter a lot, but I'm not focusing on... When I turn the TV on and watch science shows at night, I'm not on my phone. I'm not playing games. I have to watch these shows that I'm listening. I just can't have it on in the background because the shows that I watch require you actually watching the screen, not just listening in the background. Like when I'm watching Impossible Engineering last night, and they're talking about building these gigantic tunnels in London to get all the effluent out so that the River Thames is not one big toilet because London can't contain the amount of effluent that flows because there's 9 million people. See, I try to keep it clean. The shit. The shit's all in the river. You (laughs) think our rivers are dirty here in the States. In London, the shit hits the river. The River Thames is the most polluted river on earth now. There's 9 million people in London, and they have a system that was built hundreds of years ago that can't handle all this shit. I can't handle all the shit that I've dealt with every day, but I try to. So I'm watching this show about how they're building these massive tunnels underneath the the River Thames that goes twenty something miles, so well, they can handle the all entire, the entire ap-
2: entire London,
0: all of London. Yeah. yeah, twenty miles underground, and then massive, gigantic, deep tunnels to connect all this stuff, so that eventually, in by 2024, London will not be will not have to dump a lot of its human waste right into the River Thames. And if you ever wonder why the River Thames is brown, now you know why. If you ever wonder why the royal family is leaving and why Prince Philip, <laughs> who is basically the doppelganger for Carson Wentz and his wife, Meghan Markle, are getting the halal hala thats, ha- that's ha- I mean, Andrew. Or Harry, Harry I'm sorry. Harry, Harry! Not Harry Mays, of course. Not Harry, the wide receiver for the New England Patriots. So Prince Harry, the, he's the Carson Wentz doppelganger, right? Yes. He's a ginger. Correct. He's one of the princes. And I, I'll get to this later. I don't want to make this at the top of the show. But people are coming after me because I made some comments about all this royalty bullshit with Meghan Markle and her uh, ginger prince charming deciding to get the hell out of London. Well, they looked at the River Thames. They must have watched the same show I did and said, how can I sit in London? How would I go on a boat ride if I'm floating around in fecal matter? Isn't that it? You saw that. So I'm saying, wow, wow, do you see that, Robin? And she's on her phone. She says, yes. I said, how can you see a show if you're not watching it? This isn't something that you pick up.
2: Okay, you know, me... by listening
0: to some stodgy, Tony. monotone moron on NPR.
2: Let me explain yes. to you the science according to Robin.
0: Yes, okay, explain this okay. one, please.
2: pay attention. Because I don't believe because the human I, brain can function yeah, this no, way. No, let, let, me, let me explain it to Are you. Are you a robot that I don't know about? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Men have maybe one dominant and maybe two or, like, the second and third track in their brain is, is not dominant. So they, ha- they can pretty much concentrate only on one thing at a time, right?
0: <laughs> no, I can multitask. No,
2: no. Yes, I can. No, you can't. They're so not. No, you can't. You yell, if I try to distract you when you're doing something, then, then you get mad at me because you say, Robin, I, I'm working on this. So men pretty much have one dominant track, maybe another second or third secondary if they really try hard. Women, on the other hand, have at least four dominant tracks in their brain, going all at once. I thought you were
0: your eight tracks back in the day. No, no, You've no. You've now oh, downgraded four. to four tracks? No, track? they
2: have an additional four, maybe like secondary, <laughs> but four dominant tracks going all at once.
0: Is this science or is this yeah, just science? No, the, this is science according to Robin, science. and it's very... Okay. So it's junk science. No,
2: no, no. It's This is really true. And so because it's all going and it's loud in your brain, I mean, in effect, women are kind of like... Um, you know, have you? They're if you've from ever Mars,
0: are they from men or from Venus? What's the one? Men are from Mars, women are from Venus. Well, I prefer my women to be from Uranus. At least I can focus <laughs> on that.
2: So what happens is, if you have all these four tracks going at the same time, you need to be able to bring some of the noise down. And by playing these games, I can bring the yes, other three when, tracks down. See,
0: when I was playing the games, I didn't have a TV show on that I was watching. I didn't have a sporty. Now I can have a football. See, people game are up. people are backing me up. Bart Code 24, I'm
2: amazed how the women in my life can hear three conversations in a restaurant going at the same time. Well, because
0: Robin's on Adderall. No wonder why. Robin's on Adderall. I'm not. That's the difference. Well, then maybe and I don't you need Adderall.
2: Do. Maybe she gets Because
0: some. I, I have always been in the mindset.
2: By the way, I want to... And by I the way, wanna... when
0: I'm watching a football game, I can watch the game and tweet comments during the game because I'm still watching. And they go to commercials every 10 seconds. So I can think and tweet as soon as I see something during a football game because football is a stop-and-go sport. There's a lot of time to tweet after a bad officiating call or a dropped pass or some other dumb comment that people get upset when a broadcaster says something and says, what the hell are they talking about? So it's easier when you're watching a sporting event and you're tweeting. I don't tweet first down because I, I think people smart enough to be watching the game can see that it's a first down. So I don't need to see all the beat writers and all the NFL people telling me that there was a first down. No, we have. Somebody I can on see there's a first Instagram, down. Instagram, Tony. Yes.
2: Steve Olensky um, is saying, "How many times do we sh- do we pass before we shoot, Tony? How many times do we pass? Four.
0: Four. How many things can Robin do at the same time when she's ignoring a show on effluent? And the way London, England is not just getting rid of its royalty, it's getting rid of the rest of their shit the right way.
2: And I watched that entire show with you. And no, I, you did not, Robin. And I'll did. say,
0: did you see that? And you'll say, no. Then I have to rewind it. But I, and then she it, says, can we watch something else? And then I put paranormal caught on camera right. on, and she immediately starts bashing the show. Yeah, because it's awful. It's because so Rob, fake. It is, it's not fake. It's, it's what people think is real. It's not these mm. paranormal movies which are faked and done with special effects, is people who catch stuff on video. I'm fascinated by things. I've been fascinated by paranormal for decades. Robin had her phase of paranormal. No, no, You know, no. it's like people are into wine, and then they stop. People who smoke cigars, and then they stop.
2: I am still very much into paranormal. No, you're not, but Robin. I'm, I'm not into the fake stuff this that's being This is not shown fake stuff.
0: That's why I don't go see any of the <laughs> movies, you know, paranormal experience, uh, paranormal whatever. Come on,
2: people. They're Back me up here. These paranormal shows... Every once in a while, you'll see a video that you're like, okay, that actually could be real. But ninety percent of the time, I know, but I'm fascinated by
0: people catching stuff on video. You know, because everybody's got a camera now, and they still haven't found Bigfoot. And the Loch Ness monster, by the way, has just been deemed fake. Not fake. It's not. It's it's not not there anymore. No, it's it's not that it's not there. It's not a. It's not a uh, a dinosaur from. From millions of years And I want say, ago. speaking
2: of cameras, for those of you who noticed that there's a little bit different angle on me, I am shooting um, from the brand new fancy schmancy. Oh, is that what she, Oh, you, zoomed, you have that
0: zoomed in on you.
2: Well, the reason why I put it because on you me... Because you have
0: makeup on and I don't. No, no,
2: no, no. <laughs> because... I was trying to figure out what the best position for this camera just to well, test that it out. Well, that
0: could do multiple. You could do POV. You could do underskirt. You no. Could do, uh,
2: not only that, though, but I can reach it from here so wow. that if we had anything else going on, I can change the camera angle. By the way, Whereas you know, know what this, this means have, right here, Robin? Yes, it goes over my head. I see. I saw that. Okay. That was my on my second track. I could talk and hear you at the same time. That's how that works.
0: <laughs> no, it's not. Well, I guess that is anal leakage if the River Thames... Is full of shit, oh. just like the royal family is. By the way,
2: hello, Johns from oh, Abington, God. and um, not Johns.
0: It's John from Abington, Ooh, even though it says oh Johns. God, it says Johns. Oh, so that from means Ab- it's multiple men who see hookers. <laughs> I
2: don't know.
0: Wouldn't that be or multiple? No, John's? I guess
2: it would be John S. John S. s, s from from Abington, Abington, Robin.
0: You leave the less uh, s off for saving.
2: So no. anyway, I, let, oh, let, uh, no, I'm enough the- about
0: this. Sorry, my head's blowing up because I want to get to the business. Okay, there you go. Go back to the business. Because I'm able to bring it back. No matter how far away I drift, I bring it all back to one. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? But there's all kinds of breaking news going on. I will publicly again, which is my mission. My mission isn't to just worry about stupid national politics and wars and things of that nature. I I stay up to date on that. If there's a war coming, I probably will know just as soon as everybody else does. I'm not going to be drafted And so if you want to be one of those people who just goes crazy about everything and you think the world's ending and climate change is going to wipe us off the face of the earth, go right ahead and believe that. That doesn't mean I have to believe it. We're all going to die, and probably not on the same day. But anyway, I digress. Because we got football action, we got the Eagles now, and media in town now ripping into Doug Peterson, Robin. Because you remember on this show yesterday, Howie Roseman, the Eagles GM, had his news conference, his post mortem news conference, to discuss Malcolm Jenkins, you know, players, who are they going to draft, or going to look for somebody. And of course, no questions are actually answered because we live in a world, not just of movie trailers where the guy says, in a world, in a world of NFL disinformation and misinformation, Doug Peterson yesterday, was he lying? Paul Domowicz by the way, a local writer, has been here for a long, long time, going off on Doug Peterson today. Even John McMullen, my buddy. We should get John McMullen on. Okay. Because everybody is going off on the Eagles today, and it's legitimate media people who are there every single day. You know, all of us who are on Twitter, you know, I watch all the sports, I follow it, but I'm not in the locker room every day, so I'm not going to pretend. You know, all the talk show hosts who haven't been to a game in decades – sit at home and watch the game, and then they're experts on everything that's going on behind the scenes. You can't be an expert on what's going on behind the scenes unless, A, you're Josina Anderson, and you're banging a couple of players in different locker rooms to get the inside dirt to help mess up the locker room chemistry by reporting on some miscreants who don't think that anything's going their way, so they've got to go yap to Josina Anderson, those types of muckraker reporters. We have real reporters in this town who are there every day, And listen to every news conference, every post-game press conference, everything Doug Peterson has to say. And Doug Peterson, and I'm not defending him. I'm just trying to explain why everybody's upset today. Because yesterday, while Doug Peterson was doing bizarre things with a water bottle in the background. That was
2: really weird.
0: I mean, he was was making love.
2: I need to pull that up. Because if people did not see that. So (laughs) yesterday,
0: Howie Roseman, whoever was shooting the, uh, the angle, because it was a side angle. It wasn't straight on when you see a news conference. And then you see all the advertising, the Gatorade bottles up on the dais, right, on the podium. And then behind you, they have all their sponsorships, Bank of America, whatever. And it's usually a straight-on shot that's a pool feed that everybody uses. Yesterday, the media was had their own, and everybody uses their phones now, and they go live on Periscope and all these other events, places. And so one particular angle of Howie Roseman, as he was answering questions from the local media here in Philadelphia, they caught... They caught Doug Peterson, the head coach, directly behind him and to the right side of the screen. But on this angle, he was directly in the camera shot. So you see Howie Roseman in front, and then as you keep looking right behind him closely, he has a water bottle, and he is doing all kinds of bizarre things with that water bottle. He's not just drinking water bottle action. I thought maybe he had you know what I thought? I thought he was like Robin. Robin always has her little uh lip balm thing. And she has it she has one in every she has one in every pair of pants, every shirt, every drawer, every place in the house. Those Bert, or that the, the Burt's bees, which ones do you like? The Trader Joe Trader ones. Trader Joe's, it's the green What are they called, Robin?
4: They're
2: called lip balm virtuoso.
0: Oh, excuse me. So she uses lip balm a lot. So I thought when I first saw that Doug Peterson video that Damn he it. was working like lip balm. You know, people who have like Robin, that's another one of her obsessions is lip balm. Now, I use lip balm if I'm in the sun or if it's really cold out. Robin uses it all the time. I'm not knocking her. That makes her happy. It makes her feel better.
2: I, uh, that is, when you say when you accuse me I'm addicted to things, that is the one thing I will admit. I am totally addicted. But it's not addicted. a dangerous
0: addiction unless they find out in a couple of years that there'll be a lawyer commercial on, have you Uh-oh. used, have you there's used a doorbell. I know there's a doorbell. Robin, I'm doing a show. I'll be right back. The, the phone isn't ringing. The doorbell is ringing. And Robin always waiting for Amazon packages to arrive 24 hours a day. So anyway, if you haven't seen the video of Doug Peterson yesterday, he's doing all kinds of weird gyrations, gestations, uh, all kinds of tations. He's got his stick in his tongue in it. He's, I don't know what the hell he's doing with the water bottle. And water bottles seem to be a big deal to a lot of people. Did we get another box? Another? Yes, another box. Robin is really happy now. Is it heavy? It's from Carson City, Nevada. Hello.
2: Okay. I have the video, Tony Bruno. All
0: right, so let's show the video. Robin had to go up and answer the doorbell because we don't have a butler or a maid. We're not the royal and I'm family. Not, I'm,
2: I'm not going to play any uh, sound on this. It's yeah, just, just roll the tape. For those of you who haven't whoops, seen this. there is sound. Hold on. Yeah,
0: there's a sound because Howie Roseman question is question talking. Fans?
2: I'm just going to turn the sound off. No,
0: no, you, no. play the sound.
3: Okay. And I want to see the video. I feel like you should bring in senior evaluator or someone on the offensive side to come in and look at the team and bring a different perspective to that process the personnel for
0: personnel NBA now watch in the background the if you can staff. see this howie we roseman have, talking have, uh, doug, had, uh, talk doug about peterson about, uh, doing water bottle it's tricks it's very strange what's he doing with that he's,
2: he's rubbing the top of the bottle over his lips constantly maybe his lips were chapped and or he was burnt. doing a
0: combination drinking the water and using the liquid to moisturize no, his I think supple the bottle, lips?
2: I think the bottle cap is on. He's just sort of... he,
0: he here. So it, Can you see if the cap's on?
2: Yeah, the cap's on. I can see that the cap's on. I can't on. see
0: the cap. It looks like he's licking. He looks like he's fondling. He isn't inserting no. it in other body parts. He was just rubbing, I can't see the video because I don't have it up there.
2: He's He was rubbing the bottle cap over his lips.
0: And then he's smiling. Maybe he... Maybe he uh, Maybe he, there's a certain joy.
2: Okay, I'm gonna turn this sound off. Yeah, so turn can, the sound yeah. off. I wanna watch okay, it. Okay, I'm gonna go back again. Do you have, the have it beginning. where it's zoomed in. Yeah, so look 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 behind you in just a second, Tony. I'm you're looking. gonna see you're gonna see it in a minute where, where he's gonna there see, he's just rubbing the bottle cap over his lips.
0: Somebody did a Zabruder film breakdown of this yesterday. That's Jamie Apodi from ABC's six ABC who's a good friend who I've known forever from LA days. And she shot the video but behind it Doug Peterson somebody zoomed in and just cuz I don't want to see Howie he rose
2: It is very strange it is but weird. I think I've done this before
0: Well that's <laughs> what it looks like he's doing. I don't want to go all phallic <laughs> on you but I have never seen a grown man hold a water bottle while he, without even realizing he's being
2: Take it take the take this water bottle Tony.
0: Let me have it now. Okay. I'm going to recreate Doug recreate Peterson. It. Although he has one of the smaller bottles.
2: Yeah, and then just just rub it. I don't. like
0: I like my bottles. I like if I'm going to be mouthing something, it's got to be big and thick. Yeah. I don't want no stinking little like small water bottle. So just so just he's rub like it. he's just, he's just uh, no no
2: no just don't don't pucker. Just rub rub the thing. There you go. <laughs> That's not it. <laughs> God, Tony. <laughs> Oh. Stop Yeah, you obviously don't know how to do that. I uh, Take it all,
0: baby, take all of that bottle It's <laughs> <He's> so weird. <laughs> I digress.
2: Give me my water. I don't know if I want that water back.
0: Well, you have all of my superb. It looks a good thing. I don't have the plague. Oh, or you know, there's a lot of there's there people are dying from the flu already this year. Did you see that? Yeah, that New Jersey. No, it was Delaware. Aren't there like multiple deaths by the flu this year?
2: There were a total of sixty-three deaths last year. The first flu-related death was recorded uh, yesterday, I believe. That was announced from this year already.
0: Very sad. So be careful out there. Wash your hands all the time. I don't do flu shots. And the reason I don't do flu shots is because the flu shots that they give you now are basically all the strains from last year and the previous years. And then all of a sudden a new flu strain comes in, and the flu shot doesn't do anything. And I'm not telling you not to do it. I'm not one of these (coughs) anti-vaxxers. You can do whatever you want. <coughs> Pardon me. See, now, now I'm thirsty because I was just pretending to drink the water, and I don't have a water bottle. Can I borrow your water bottle? Can I have some water, as Andy Reid once said? You know, pretending that you're filleting a water bottle is, is, really makes you thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> I just figured it out. Hang on a second while well, I have a bottle of water. So anyway.
2: Yeah, uh, John's from, John asked from Abington. I thought no porn was allowed on Twitch. Yeah. That was
0: not porn. That was-, was not porn. By the way, the Cinemax movies at night are technically not porn because while there is nudity, it's it's not even simulated. You know, they shoot those movies now that are real porn movies, and they shoot two versions of them. They shoot two angles. They shoot the you-can't-see-anything angles, not the shot angle. They don't shoot that. They don't show that. Anyway, you know what I mean. Simulated porn is allowed. So anyway, let's get it back to the Eagles. So, when Doug Peterson had his chance to speak yesterday, are you texting John McMullen, Robin?
2: I actually need to find his phone number. I don't have his phone are number. Are you yet. serious I right know? now? No, it's a total outrage. Are you oh,
0: already? for. We did four months of shows with John McMullen. I Eagles am shocked. in NFL Insider. <laughs> Wait a minute, I have breaking news just in from CBS News, ladies and gentlemen. No, it's not World War III. CBS News is reporting that the world must hit peak meat by this year, 2020, to avoid climate crisis. Peak meat, Robin. Peak meat? What does that mean? That means that you have to stop eating meat. You have to to hit peak meat. I usually beat my peak meat when it's not (laughs) peak enough or picante enough. But I always get Mr. Salt Bay in at the very end to sprinkle that salt all over that nice, beautiful piece of meat. Peak meat. Like that. Slap that baby. Very, very uh, pornographic opening to the show today, which was not planned. So anyway, Doug Peterson yesterday proceeds to uh, be asked questions about the coaching staff, you know, because teams are making decisions. New coaches are being hired. We're waiting to find out what's going on in Cleveland with the head coaching thing. Jim Schwartz, the Eagles defensive coordinator, reportedly had a meeting there yesterday. And now my buddy uh, Jordan Renan from ESPN, who covers the New York Giants, is suggesting today that the new head coach of the Giants, Joe Judge, is expected to talk to Freddie Kitchens, the former Cleveland Browns head coach, and perhaps getting a, give him a spot on his staff and on and on the offensive side. Not I don't know if it's offensive coordinator. I don't know if it's quarterback coach, wide receiver coach, whatever. So Freddie Kitchens and uh, Joe Judge, the new Giants coach, who's from Philly, went to Lansdale Catholic. He and Freddie Kitchens were at Mississippi State together. So it's the whole you know you hire guys that you know, which happens in all sports: baseball, football. You're familiar with somebody that you've worked with over the years, you get the job, you're the boss, and then you start filling in your staff, and you're going to go to those people that you're most comfortable with, and you've been around, and that's what happens everywhere, not only in sports, but pretty much in industry everywhere. You hire not just your friends or your families, unless you're a politician, that it's all patronage bullshit, even if your brother-in-law is an incompetent boob, you're going to hire him anyway. But in football, if your brother-in-law or your former partner – in Mississippi, that a Mississippi State, is an incompetent boob. Chances are you're not going to hire him even though you may like him and even though you may be related to him. You just don't hire relatives because they always screw up your business. That's not something I've said because I've never hired relatives. But isn't that one of the old stories, Robin? Yeah. If you have a business, you hire a relative – you're screwed.
2: See, but I I actually don't I'm not agree
0: saying it. 99 or 100% of the time, but a lot of people say that.
2: A lot of people do say that, but I don't think that that's completely true. I think it's only true is if you hire relatives just to hire them and they don't actually have the uh, desire or the talent to do what you want them to do. You know, you just put them in the place because they're whatever. But if you have a team of people exactly. that are all on the same goal and they happen to be family, that actually is better because they're all in it together. They're not out for themselves. They're in it together as a family. The only
0: place where that is, that, that, that is abused more in one industry more than any other, politics. Yes. Right? The, somebody becomes mayor, yeah. he hires his brother to run mm-hmm. the airport, he hires his sister don't... to run. And none of them have any experience yeah. at running anything. Exactly. So anyway, let's get it back to the – so Doug Peterson yesterday was asked about, you know, the coaches that are still around. Remember, he was asked about Jim Schwartz to comment on whether Jim Schwartz was coming back or not. Now, I give him – I'll give him a pass on that one because Jim Schwartz has permission as a, as a coordinator to go – you give the – you know, you give him uh, – he's not going to go take another defensive coordinator. He's not doing a lateral move. Right. For example, he's not becoming – he's the Eagles defensive coordinator – if he's going to try to become a defensive coordinator somewhere else, that's not kosher. But if you're a defensive coordinator and somebody wants to interview you for a head coaching job, that is a step up. So you can't prevent somebody from doing that. You say, hey, you know, if he gets the job, good. So Doug didn't comment on it. And that, to many in the media and people watching the news conference, was, well, Doug doesn't care if if uh, Jim Schwartz leaves. I don't think you can say that definitively. I think you can say... What's he going to say? Is he going to say, well, you know, I I hope he doesn't get the Lions job so he can come back and be and continue to be the defensive coordinator? No, he doesn't say anything about it because he doesn't know whether he's going to get the uh, head coaching job with Cleveland. Right. And he doesn't have to answer if he doesn't get the head coaching job, whether he's firing him or not. If he wanted to fire him, he would have fired him at the end of the season, right? So commenting on a guy getting a job interview as a head coach in another city, I, can, I get him not talking about it. But the other thing that he said yesterday that really has really pissed off a lot of the local media, including Paul Domowich and other veteran guys in this city who have been around a long, long time, is transparency. You know, most coaches, you see it. Bill Belichick doesn't give in the media any answers, he puts them in an uncomfortable position where they have to be afraid to answer, or ask a question because they, they're worried that he might not even scold them, but give them an answer that seems like he's talking down to them. How dare you ask me a question about something that actually happened or something that might happen? Doug Peterson is part of the modern day. I'm not going to say anything even if I know it to be fact. And what makes the situation yesterday with Doug Peterson's news conference is when he was asked about his assistant coaches, not just Jim Schwartz where he didn't talk about it, but his offensive coordinator, Mike Rowe, and not Mike Rowe, of course, of uh, he's, he, would never, jobs. he would never get fired. Mike Rowe is a human god. Yes, he is. He's just a brilliant, brilliant man. But Mike Rowe, Groh, G-R-O-H, and the wide receiver coach, Carson Walsh, Walsh, W-A-L-C-H, Carson Walsh. And they must like him because his name's Carson and the quarterback's Carson and he's the wide receiver as coach Carson, 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 Carson. He was asked yesterday about those two guys on his, on his offensive staff and he said they're coming back. Yesterday he said that. Today, boom. What happened, Robin? Out of here like Vladimir. So why would you – we getting John on the line? Yes. Can you, oh yeah, do I'm you want to like, do
2: him now or do you want to finish this? No, no I want to okay. get
0: – not necessarily do him now, although he's an attractive, balding man like myself with a gray beard and a man who understands sports and especially the National Football League and sometimes delves into wrestling, old-school wrestling, new wrestling. He's a very, very he's – a, he's, a, he's a renaissance man. Not Joe Walsh, of course. Thank you very much. Stevie B before we get too far away from one of the things I threw in there, the peak meat. Stevie B., our buddy, said peak meat was his name when he was in the porn industry. In fact, I may change my my, my Tinder handle to peak meat. It's a good name right now. Peak meat could be a group. It could be anything. But ladies and gentlemen, one of the other local media guys, Not the ink-stained wretch, even though he is an ink-stained wretch, but somebody already has taken that title. He's the great John McMullen from 97.3 ESPN and, of course, NFL and Eagles insider. He's in the locker room every day. He's at the games. He, too, was there yesterday, and he, too, is visibly, visibly shaken at what happened. Not because coaches always throw smoke and don't want to say things, but because the coach yesterday said two guys were safe, and today they're apparently gone, according to Chris Mortensen and, and, and of course, uh, Adam Schefter at ESPN. John McMullen joins us. John, how are you today, buddy?
3: Doing well. Thanks for having me, Tony.
0: Now, I saw your tweet because you, you posted the Eagles' statement on uh, the situation now, which I, I guess is official, that Mike Crowe and Carson Walsh are gone, and yesterday you were there with the rest of the media and while Doug was playing with a water bottle and then spoke about how <laughs> those guys were safe. They're not safe anymore, and now there's outrage throughout the Delaware Valley. Paul Domowich and many other long-term scribes are visibly, visibly shaken about the lack of transparency.
3: Yeah, well, I have a little bit of a different take. I I don't think Doug has any power, and I think this is coming from above. Mm -hmm. And I think, Tony, if you go all the way back to uh, after the Eagles won the NFC East, uh, Doug went unprompted and brought up the, the great job Mike Rowe did to get these practice squad players and these players you never heard of ready. Yep. Mentioned Carson Walsh by name. Did it again yesterday and flat out said they'd be back. So I get, you know, Dama's a good friend of mine. I get why he's upset because the first thought process is, why is this guy going up to us and lying to our faces and 24 hours later uh, saying something different? I don't think he was lying. I think he wanted those guys back, and whether it's Jeffrey Lurie, whether it's Howie Roseman, they wanted a scapegoat. Jason Peters, somebody above Doug on the flow chart, wanted a scapegoat, and these guys were the obvious scapegoats. That's how I am taking this.
0: No, I agree with you, and I I even mentioned before we we called you that where people were outraged yesterday about his lack of of any kind of comment on jim schwartz and i understood that because jim schwartz is still his defensive coordinator and he's not making a lateral move to another team to take a job as defensive coordinator which would be an outrage and questionable but he's getting interviewed for a potential head coaching job in cleveland so what is he supposed to say is he supposed to say you know well if jim doesn't get that job in cleveland i want to keep him here you can't say that, and you can't say, I hope he gets the job in Cleveland because then it looks like you want him out of here. So I didn't I didn't have any problem with the way he approached the Jim Schwartz situation. And, again, I who am I to say that should I have a problem? But what, what Paul Domowich is saying, and I'm not disagreeing with Paul, he suggests in his piece that, you know, coaches don't normally say anything, and we always were mad at Andy Reid in this town for never giving us anything. And a lot of coaches don't give any, us anything, especially Bill Belichick. But – Coaches don't give you anything, and then when they say something, we're going to trash them for not being transparent.
2: Yeah,
3: I, I mean, well, I'll say about Schwartz, I, I, I thought the messaging was bad there. I think it's pretty easy to get across to convey what you want to convey, and you're right. You're exactly, Tony, that's what you should say. And, and Doug said part of it. He said, uh, look, I have a lot of respect for Jim. I think he deserves to be head coach in this league. Uh, And then you say he's under contract uh, uh, through 2020, uh, and he'll be back if we have the opportunity to keep him. I think that's pretty clear cut. I think Doug messed that up, and it was pretty easy to convey. I think that was a messaging problem. He struggled with that. Uh, But for the guys today that got fired, I I mean, he, he said
4: they'd be back
3: less than 24 hours ago. So there's a couple things. Uh, A, I I don't think Doug wants to make himself look like a a dummy, number one. So that's why I tend to look away from Doug Peterson. And B, you know, the Eagles are not, it's not like they're at our bequest. If they haven't made these decisions, they could have held off that season-ending press conference to today or Friday. It's not like we have the scheduling. So if he had not gotten approval from Jeffrey Lurie to bring these guys back or Howie Roseman or whoever made this decision, uh, you know, don't say anything. But the one thing you can't say is, no, they did a great job. They'll be back. That's what Doug said. 24 hours later, you have something completely different. That makes the organization look bad.
0: Totally agree. And, and they
3: do look
0: bad. You're absolutely right, John. And, again, <clears throat> I don't want to bury Doug Peterson here because I think he's done a great job here. You know, week to week, everybody complains about plate calling and this and that. But you're right. I mean, that was Howie Roseman's end of the year postmortem, which, you know, he doesn't talk during the season. And he always tells everybody, you know, I'm going to talk at the end of the year. And you're absolutely dead on right that he did it yesterday because, I guess, Howie wanted to do it yesterday. And so he needed to have Doug there, too, I guess – to, to answer questions as well. I would have rather Doug stayed there with the water bottle and just kept rubbing it around his mouth and not said anything because he put himself and the organization put him in a bad position that, as you astutely point out, could have waited another day so that you don't look like complete boobs when you say these guys are coming back and then they're gone the next day. I mean, that's, that's, just, that's the power of when you're an employee and your bosses tell you what to do, you get put in the spot where you can say something that now makes you look absolutely ridiculous 24 hours later?
3: Yeah, I think if you look at this and everything, every coach has a shelf life. And I'm not insinuating at all that Doug is even near leaving Philadelphia because I don't think he is. But ultimately, everybody moves on. Everybody. doesn't matter who it is. And Andy Reid obviously had a tremendously long shelf life. But at the end, it was just time. When we do look back at, at Doug Peterson, uh, and when he is finished, whether that's five years down the road, ten years down the road, whatever, you're going to look back at days like this and say, this is not the first time this organization has hung him out to dry, uh, where he has to go out as a spokesperson. You mentioned how he doesn't talk during the season. Jeffrey Lurie doesn't talk during the season. Um, And he's got to go out and be the face of this franchise and say things. And often he's not given the information or the correct information of how the organization feels. And you have these contradictory things. You go all the way back to the Super Bowl championship and the White House controversy. Yep. That had nothing to do with Doug Peterson. But he had to go out there and he had to address it. And, and, And he had to give information he didn't have. Because Howie Roseman, Jeffrey Lurie didn't have the you know what to go up and answer questions, uh, and I think there's a similar situation. The old Buddy Ryan quote: He's not the first to say it, but it, it's famous in this town. Yep, it, I know. If you one. start listening to the fans, you'll be sitting with them. Yes. That's what Jeffrey Lurie just did. They don't like Mike Rowe. They don't like Carson Walls. And it's tough to sell another season with those guys as part of the staff. And he wanted a scapegoat, and and that's what happened here.
0: Now, another name that's out there, and I haven't seen any relation, but, of course, uh, my buddy over there at NBC Sports Philadelphia, who's in the locker room and interviewing the guys every single time, says, what about, if you're worried about uh, Carson Walsh and Mike Rowe, what about Corey Undlin, the defensive back coach, is that another Howie Call, or do they have to wait for Jim Schwartz to, to make a decision on who his defensive uh, – all his assistant coaches are going to be? Who has the call on that? I know obviously it's ultimately the general manager, you know. but Derek Gunn made a great point on, on a question today. What about Corey Unlin? Who's been more under fire than the defensive backs on this team? And so if you're going to get rid of the two offensive guys, is he safe? And who makes that call now?
3: Yeah, I I, I, I joke, and I've joked to you, I'm sure, at times. When I do the organizational flowcharts, uh, I do. It goes Laurie uh, Peters, Roseman, Schwartz, then Peterson. I, I do get the feeling they're definitely more afraid of Jim <laughs> uh, because of the way he carries himself and his personality. But, no, they make decisions. I mean, Andrew Sandejo, I often bring up. Jim Schwartz wanted him here. Uh, Howie Roseman made that decision. If they don't want Corey Unlin here, he's not going to be here. Uh, I do think there's a certain segment of the fan base that, yeah, points at him and, and, and similarly to those guys, Mike Grell and Carson Walsh, but I don't think it was at that level. Uh, I could be wrong. You could hear different things, but everybody wanted Carson Walsh out, and 99% of these fans wanted Mike Grill out. I, I don't get that kind of Jeff Conn, you got to get rid of Corey Unlin. A lot of people don't like him, uh, but I I, I don't get that same feeling.
0: We're talking with the great John McMullen, our buddy, our Eagle Insider. You can follow him on Twitter. He's always locked in at JF McMullen on Twitter. He's there all the time. So now the next move is, you know, assistant coaches, who's going to replace Groh, who's going to replace Unlin. uh, Not Unlin, he's not gone. Carson Walsh. And... We're seeing a lot of, you know, Joe Judge, we talked about him the other day, the Lansdale Catholic uh, guy who's now the head coach of the Giants, apparently talking to Freddie Kitchens, according to Jordan Renan from ESPN, who obviously a local guy and who's up there covering the, the uh, Giants for ESPN, says that Freddie Kitchens and he went to Mississippi State. They were at Mississippi State together. And so we're seeing, and this happens all the time, John, as you know, you know, Freddie Kitchens, Mississippi State guy, Joe Judge, Mississippi State guy. Let's bring him in. He's out of work put his offensive mind to work in some way shape or form with the Giants organization and so as teams are now making moves with assistant coaches especially the new coaches installing staffs what is there a sense of urgency for the Eagles to make a decision sooner than later and and pinpoint and pick out the guys that they think will be better suited to to be the offensive coordinator and the wide receivers coach or the quarterbacks coach
3: well, there's always urgency when you're competing for the same people. You see that with head coaching all the time. That's why Matt Rule got that contract in Carolina, because they knew the jet was waiting. They knew the Giants wanted him. Uh, and, and you have to act very, very quickly if there's competition. Uh, from the Eagles' standpoint, I think the key is, and I, I know I've already heard it, I've already got people tweeting me, asking me, everybody wants Deuce Daly to be elevated to offensive coordinator. I think they have to look outside the organization. I think that's the whole problem. You need new eyes. You need somebody who's away from the situation. Remember, Doug Peterson had an opportunity to elevate Deuce uh, a couple of years ago, and he decided Mike Rowe was better. So this assumption, because the, the fan base liked him as a player, that he would be a good offensive coordinator, I think it's a flawed one. I think they have to look outside the organization, I think they need more of a veteran presence. Everybody wants to ball back to Frank Reich. Well, Frank Reich was uh, a longtime coach, a longtime coordinator, uh, a former quarterback himself. He's been around this league for, for decades. If you want uh, Frank Reich, if you think he was so great, well, you don't want Deuce Staley to be the offensive coordinator. Uh, so I, I think it's important to get outside the organization Uh, and get new eyes on this offense and and, and try to get a a different thought process and a different look to maybe address some of the issues.
0: John McMullen. All right, John. Last thing, we got some breaking news as you are on the program. We love that when we do our pregame shows all season. And this is uh, not exactly breaking at this moment, but Mike Leach has moved on. Mike Leach leaving... and going – see, everybody was, ripping, uh, everybody was ripping Matt Rule the other day because he resigned – not signed. They gave him an extension at Baylor, and then he jumps to the NFL. We all knew he was going to get a lot of phone calls, and everybody assumed it was the Giants, and now he's the Carolina Panther coach. But when a coach leaves one college and goes to another college, that's the one that always makes me scratch my head because if a coach can't move up from college to the NFL – then why, why are people not upset when a coach goes from one school to a bigger school or a better school?
3: Well, you know college football, Tony. I mean, A, it's, uh, it, it's not exactly the, the cleanest business in the world. <laughs> so uh, a lot of it has to do with alumni. Uh, a lot of it has to do with push and pull from that. Uh, it, from Leach's standpoint, they're coming off that game. They were so awful defensively. Um, and, hey, I just talked about shelf life. The same thing exists at the college level, but the difference is those guys are always looking for bigger and better. They're looking for the next stop, and we've seen it locally with Temple. How many many coaches have used that in recent years as a launching pad to go to other places? Um, That's what college football is, and until you get to Alabama or Ohio State, you're always looking to get to Alabama or Ohio State.
0: Well, the one thing about Mike Leach, we can all agree, his post-game press conferences are not the normal pablum. He, when he says something, people listen, they play it back on radio and TV shows, and he's going to take his talents from Washington State up there in the Pacific Northwest, where a lot of people don't get that kind of upfront humor, but they'll love him down in Mississippi State, baby. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I, I, I just like guys who, who, who do say something. Exactly. Instead of, yeah, instead of, and unfortunately for Doug Peterson, he he says a little bit too much when he's not given the all clear to say those types of things. So that helps as well, uh, also. So I look at it in a positive way, Tony. That gives us, people like us, more to talk about.
0: By the way, I have more breaking news, and I'm not making this up because we joke around a lot with dumb stories. I just got a DM from former Eagle great Mark McMillan. Now, you remember Mark McMillan, don't you, John?
3: Sure. Uh, uh, corner.
0: Absolutely, uh, one short, of the Eagles' corners. a
3: short corner, but very feisty.
0: Exactly. He has just DM'd me. I'm not making this up. He has just been offered the job. Let me read the exact tweet. Happy New Year, buddy. I was offered the defensive back job, defensive back coach job, at the University of North Carolina. Oh, I'm sorry, at the University of Northern Colorado. So he is uh, apparently going to Greeley, Colorado, a place that you've been, I'm sure, many times, John. Northern many Colorado times. football.
3: The, the the international airport there is renowned. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but, uh, but uh, hey.
0: <laughs> Come on now. This That's is what I, You know, Carson Wentz came from... You know, from the Dakotas. What's wrong with northern Colorado?
3: There's nothing wrong with it. But that's, <laughs> hey, Mark wants to get in the coaching profession. That is a tough profession, man. You've got to go to places like that. And you're moving every year or two. Uh, but hopefully he, he gets his, uh, you know, he starts climbing a ladder. That's how you do it. You move up and
0: no, I'm happy that's for what him.
3: that profession is about.
0: And I'm happy that he DM'd me with this breaking news. You're not getting that on the NFL Network. You're not even getting that on ESPN, which does 24-7 college football. I guarantee you <clears throat> most you're people not even
3: are getting that on the transaction wire.
0: You're damn right. I'm getting direct message. Anymore. When you get direct message from NFL players, former players, to give you the latest on their career and, as you mentioned, diving into the coaching ranks as a defensive back coach, the, yeah, and you know who they are, the Northern Colorado, right? They're the Northern Colorado Bears. They're not just any bear. They're Bear football, the UNC Bears. They're, that's a good program too. That's, no, I'm that's happy a for that. I'm happy for Mark. He's a great, great former player. Great family man. Does a lot of charity stuff. He's one of those guys. He's a cheerful guy. Every time you're around him, I'm happy for guys like that. They, you pursue your dreams. Well, you that's know what, he's what doing. it
3: is, Tony. It's about relationships. You know, you know who broke this story about the Eagles today, right? It was Greg McElroy. The old Jets quarterback. He was the first one that said the Eagles were going to shake up the coaching staff today. And he went to Alabama. Well, who was at Alabama for a couple years that he probably got to know? Mike Rowe. Mike Rowe probably told him. It's all about relationships.
0: See, let me give you a roaring round of applause for that. You know, I mean, Adam Schefter, Mort, all the, you know, the big national guys who break a lot of the stories, the legitimate voices that we see. I don't know where that came from. But anyway, all of these guys, that's who I follow. I follow you for the local stuff and all the local media people who are legit. But there's a lot of people on Twitter who just throw stuff out there and people run with it. I got duped a couple of times a few years back when I was stupid enough to buy fake parody accounts uh, that were claiming to be the actual person. But Adam Schefter, as good as he is, and mort they have to get their information from sources. They're not in the Eagles' locker room, and you absolutely nailed it. So has Greg McElroy now been outed as the guy who broke the story that he did he put it on the that uh, he give it to Mort? Is he being credited with the story, or how did you find out it was Greg I, McElroy? I don't,
3: I don't know if people have credited him, but uh, he was on this morning very early that said he heard the Eagles are going to shake up the coaching staff, um, and he was the first one who mentioned anything. And obviously, it came to pass. I find it very hard to believe he got lucky. Uh, and, and he was at Alabama. I think Mike Rowe got there the year after he became the recruiting coordinator in Alabama. Uh, but you know how colleges are. Once you're in that pipeline, you're in that pipeline.
0: Exactly. So you got to know somebody to know somebody. You know a guy that knows a guy, and then that guy knows somebody, and then he breaks the story, and then Greg, Greg McElroy will be promoted up the food chain as an NFL insider. Just like you, John, except you have earned your right. You didn't, although I know one thing, you never were able to go on all those Pro Bowl challenges during the Super Bowl week and throw a football through a tire as nicely as Greg McElroy did back in his day.
3: <laughs> hey, he, and, and, and Greg's a really smart guy as well. So he's got, uh, he, w- he had the huge wonder-like score. Exactly. Uh, and he made it to the NFL, so he deserves some credit for that. Uh, but yeah, when you see the Schefters, uh, and Ian Rappaport yep. and the news they're breaking. It's coming from HR, and I'll let you do the homework on that, but HR does not stand for human resources in this case.
0: Or home run, which, you know, chicks dig the long ball, and they love dingers. And last thing, John, our, our Twitch audience is vast. It's, it's worldwide, and here we are talking about the University of Northern Colorado Bears in Greeley, Colorado, And Bartco24, one of our Twitch followers, said, My son, a proud UNC graduate, you fly into Denver and you drive up, and I don't believe he appreciates your cheap shot at the Greeley, Colorado, (laughs) International Airport, John. (laughs) Well, uh, they're still going to (laughs) come.
3: Everybody, if we learned anything from Ricky Gervais at the Golden Globes, don't take yourself so seriously. It's all a joke.
0: Well, I think I may have to start doing that now in my career after almost 50 years. Start? I've just just been taking myself way too seriously over the last 50 years. And I'm going to (laughs) try to change my New Year's resolution on January 9th, John. I'm going to start approaching things with humor and not take everything so seriously. The great John McMullen, ladies and gentlemen, answering questions. And as always, answering questions and questioning answers. That's why he is who he is. John McMullen, ladies and gentlemen. John, I think we're going to be doing maybe I uh, – I don't know if you're involved, but we have a pregame show up in uh, – but I don't know if you're a part of it. I'll find out. Saturday, live, countdown the kickoff returns up to King of Prussia. If you're not there physically, I'm sure we'll be checking in with you for playoff action Saturday from 2 to 4 at Screwballs in King of Prussia. Live, baby, to get ready for, our course, Minnesota, San Francisco, and uh, – Saturday, of course, the other game is Tennessee at Baltimore, the night game. So 435 and then 815, the games, and on Sunday, 305 and 640 in the divisional playoff weekend. And hopefully we'll talk to you, if not see you. John, great to talk to you, buddy.
3: All right. Thanks, Tony. Appreciate Th- it.
0: Thank you for, uh, for giving us your time today. Appreciate it. There he is, the great. Let me put my hands together one more time for John McDonough. That's why I love doing this, Rob. And I love doing this show in particular. Because, you know, I don't say, I, I, I don't put John McMullen on and say, you know, I only got three minutes, John. I got a hard out here. You can talk, you can expound. You can have fun. True. You can ask him about all the other things, like the University of North Colorado.
2: I believe there is no other show in the entire world where we can do as much as... What
0: we do? Well, I haven't been checking all the sports shows in uh, in the Middle East right now. I think they're probably on. Speaking of different
2: countries, did you see the major fight in uh, Venezuela? The I have video. What kind of fight? uh, Boxing match? No, because I have the
0: greatest. I have the greatest boxing TKO ever, ever. And here we are, early in 2020, Robin, a new decade. I have the greatest fight tape ever. Now, this isn't bum, drunk bum fights that used to be on the Internet all the time. Remember those Mm -hmm. bum fights? And people thought that was a great thing to watch guys who were strung out on drugs and beating each other up. And people were paid for this stuff. This is a video that you will never see. Some people have already seen it, but we have a real fight, you know, because it's Winter League in baseball.
2: Right. And so this is a real fight. This is via Daniel Alvarez Montez um, on Twitter but the, it's postseason baseball in Venezuela, and the teams that we're playing are Aguillas del Zulia and Caribe de An... Boy, Robin,
0: your Spanish is horrific. It's horrib-
2: horrible. It's horrible. Can I trying- see it so
0: I can properly pronounce it?
2: Well... Where is it on Twitter? I don't have it. It's um, Caribe de Anzotegui. I think I got that pretty good. But the Caribs and are in the red, I... and Zulia are in the white. And... This is a major brawl. Hold on a second. Let me pull it up, um, and you will see it. So this
0: is an actual baseball. I thought Venezuela, I th- maybe, they, maybe are they fighting for food, or did they get the provisions yet down there in the supermarkets, unfortunately, for those people down there who we saw you know, going into empty stores because their government's corrupt and they take all the money away and the politicians keep it, but the poor citizens get screwed over. I love some baseball action. I love a little brouhaha, Robin. Well, this this is a a major.
2: This is a major brouhaha. Is this a
0: Pier Six brawl? We haven't heard of that in a long time. I think
2: what I was told that the um, the hitter takes his his bat and goes after the pitcher. That
0: happens a lot. Hold on. Let's go to the tape right now, ladies and gentlemen. Here's what's the count. Let me look now. So the score is what. I can't see it because it's too small. Can you make um, it bigger, Robin? I
2: can't make it bigger. Can, yeah, can you make it bigger on the screen? <laughs> uh, one to thirteen big- looks like. So
0: it's thirteen to one. It's a yeah. beatdown. It's a thirteen to one game. What inning is it? Because this is all important for context. You gotta have I'll, context. Let
2: me see if I can blow this up at least. Oh,
0: baby, blow it up. Not like Doug. Not Doug Peterson blowing on a water bottle. Blow up.
2: No, 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 no.
0: I want to see so, this baby. Because I want to do p- some blow by People blow because I, I have not seen this video. I heard about it this morning, I didn't have a chance to see it, but we love we don't love brawls. so it's 13-1 apparently in the second inning of play. In other words, it is an absolute butt whipping Yes. Early in the ball game, a mismatch. <laughs> oh, let's go to the table. <laughs> All right here's the pelota Here's the, nada. the wind up. it's a stretch. Lanza oh, and pelotazo throws it right into the butt, and he goes right after the catcher with the bat. Oh, and here they come. Se va a poner muy incontrolable porque fue demasiado descarado el pelotazo de Ángel Nesbit. Golpes otra vez, y ahora están lanzando desde la tribuna
3: al terreno de juego están lanzando objetos. es lamentable.
2: Sí,
4: pero expulsado.
0: que le hace detrás de la
4: espalda, provoca, porque ya había advertencia, ya hay warning y la advertencia se hace para esto. Si
2: hay un pelotazo Of course, I want to see the action. I don't care what they're saying.
0: principal. Lamentablemente se le escapó también de las manos esta situación al principal. So it basically becomes like an MLB fight. Nobody does anything. So they all go running around and, and there's no hands. Now, that's, that's the, one of the most vicious things because normally, as we've seen in the major leagues here in the United States of America, when somebody gets hit by a pitch and a blowout, it's obviously throwing at the hitter. But normally the batter grabs the bat and runs out to the mound because it's the pitcher that throw the bull, throws the ball at the guy. Right. When he's got to hit him, as like the cowards do in baseball, which I've been against forever. And this guy, the hitter who gets plunked, he immediately starts wielding the bat at the catcher. That's something you rarely, if ever, see.
2: Now, here's the whole sequence, apparently. So
0: earlier in the game, somebody gets plunked high, he gets one high and tight, and it's still 13 to 1. So the Zula team guy throws at the other team, and the bench is empty. But there was no no brawl. So then that was the retaliation. Ah. See how it works? One, ah si, si. one slap dick pitcher as is told by his gutless manager to take a, a lethal weapon and throw it at a guy because his pitching staff is not good enough to get people out and is losing thirteen to one. So then you gotta send a little chin music to the next batter, who probably, you know, hit a home run earlier because it's thirteen to one. And so what happens then? They get a warning, and then, of course, next inning, oh, there's some hands being thrown there for the earlier one. This was the prelude, right? Because the guy that got – and I don't even think the guy got plunked there.
2: Well, John Morales from NBC says, this is the absolute worst example of homers in narration I've ever heard. One minute of being incensed at the pitcher, not a word about the batter attacking the catcher with a bat. Even they should be suspended.
0: No, there's some hands. It looks like a lot of hands being thrown.
2: Oh, yeah. No, this is like punching and...
0: It's about damn time. Listen, I am not about... I hate the stupid baseball unwritten rules of, hey, you hit our guy, we hit your guy. Now it's not, you don't even have to hit a guy anymore. Ooh, that ball got real close to a guy. That means empty the benches first. And then when the next guy comes out and throws it right and hits the person in the back of the hip, then we'll get serious. Then the guy who gets hit has to take a deadly weapon and go after the catcher. You're and bur- there were homer calls, of course. Obviously, the team that was uh, the team that was losing mm-hmm. that threw the ball and hit the guy. The announcers are obviously homers for yeah, that team, op- obviously, because they were mad about the pitcher, not the catcher.
2: Burton Gus says baseball fights are like kitten videos on YouTube without the cute. Exactly.
0: I, I, my favorite baseball throwdown, and, and I'm, I'm glad that Duncan Dad, well, he talks about Rich Eisen, which is fine. But play action real. Nothing better than Nolan Ryan giving the noogies to Robin Ventura back in the day. Robin Ventura with the White Sox charges the mound. Nolan Ryan hits him. And when Nolan Ryan hits him, the batter, Robin Ventura, runs and charges the mound. And Roland Ryan, a big strapping country boy from down there in Texas, puts him in a headlock, and what does he do, Robin? He starts giving him the business, the noogies. We need more noogies in baseball because I did it all for the noogies, the noogies, and you can take that bat and stick it up your ass. Jesus. Speaking of fights, let's play my fight tape of the day. It's not about Fight club because you're not supposed to talk about Fight Club. By the way, speaking of cats, Miss Robin has just a corralled pussy in her lap right now. <laughs> and that's hard to do. Yeah, well, not if you're Miss Robin, it's actually pretty easy to do. <laughs> well, she's, this, this pussy's got claws. Robin, did you turn my thing down again? Nope, it's up. Why can't I hear it? I don't know. Now reminds: Exactly. Now, Robin has Miss Lily, who is purring away. Can we get some live purring now? Because you know we have three beautiful cats. Miss Robin knows it. Miss Lily was our first cat. She's the mommy. She's adorable ragdoll, and Miss Miss Lily is very different than the other three cats. Yes. Miss Lily, Miss Lily, when she wants to be when she wants to be petted, she comes to you a little bit, and then she's afraid. Like you, she starts purring, and then you want to pet her. And then she moves away a little bit. Yeah. And then finally, she's like she's, a woman. She's like a tease. She's like, teases you with some purring. And then when you try to reach over to give her, you know, rub her head, she moves away. And then eventually she, she, she basically gives in. Now, let's go live and listen closely, ladies and gentlemen. You want to hear live purring pussy right here? We got pussy. We got purring pussy. We got, we got ragdoll pussy. We got all kinds of pussy in the house. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes, indeed.
4: I puppy good.
0: I uh pussy. I yeah. Know. See, and then when you stop petting her, she she starts whining. She's just like a woman. She's a cat her woman. Claws.
2: Her claws need to be trimmed she against she's, she's, exactly. she's sharp right now.
0: As Stephen Norkow says, that's one hairy pussy. Yes, they do have beautiful hair though. Beautiful hair. All right. All right, um, Now, we got to go to the other video, and I'm going to rip this. For all of you out there who don't want to hear me ripping my local mayor, Philadelphia's mayor, Jim Kenney, I want you to listen anyway. Because I'm, I just want to confirm to you all of the things that I say on this show and tweet on Twitter about the one area of politics you can you have a better control over, which is your local politics. You're not going to control whether Trump gets thrown out or not unless you vote him out. That's fine. You want to vote him out? Vote him out. You want to get mad at Congress people and stupid impeachment processes and all the other stuff and you want to take sides on that, go right ahead. That you're right as an American. But you sitting at home wanting something to happen doesn't mean it's going to happen. I worry about local stuff. Things that affect me and my fellow citizens. Burton Gus
2: says popcorn time, Kenny Rant,
0: beautiful man. This is not a Kenny rant just because I rant about Kenny every day. But this is this is an example of tone deaf behavior. Beyond a reasonable doubt. Again, I don't know Jim Kenny. That's not a per- I don't personally attack the guy. You know, I don't. I don't say things about him. Uh, maybe every once in a while, I'll slip a little. Uh... And so he does this thing called mean tweets, yeah. which he stole from Jimmy Kimmel and all these other late night guys. You know, and President Obama used to go on and read. And no, it was remember when who was it? Not it was Jimmy Fallon did the mean tweets. I think, but he did him set the music, and they were funny. Yes. Because, you know, President Obama would go on there and well, read what he them. Would do,
2: Jimmy Fallon would have people come on his show, celebrities come on his show, and they would read mean tweets that people had talked about them.
0: Exactly. And back then, five, six, eight years ago, it was pretty funny because they did it, they produced it, it was set to music. You know, it was cool. But but Jim Kenny, who was so far removed from everyday reality that he would need the Hubble telescope to find reality, now thinks. That because he did this a couple of times, and oh by the way, I was prominently featured. I'm proud to announce that I was prominently featured in every single version of the mean tweets that yes. Jim Kenny would read. And I,
2: I have a feeling that you're part of probably no, on here actually, as well. No, actually, I
0: watched this this morning. I'm not upset that he didn't include but, me, but what he, he did, let have me set the names this out. Right, he used to put up the names yeah. of the people who would mean tweet him, and my name was prominently mentioned, and I'm proud of it. So he would read these mean tweets, and at least when he put the tweets up, he would put the names behind him. Now, while the city burns, while the city has vigils last night for a father of five who was run down by a hit-and-run driver in, in Philadelphia the other night, while here in South Philadelphia, the neighborhood where a, 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 someone working in a store, a family member of a local grocery store at Ninth and Porter, blocks away from where we live, is gunned down in a hold-up attempt where the, where the criminal got away with nothing except leaving a dead young body in the store. And there was a vigil for that family last night. Jim Kenney, in his infinite wisdom, decides, hey, let's get the staff together, let them write, let's do an editing job, let's spend hours in, uh, some, against some brick wall with the Twitter birds in the back and put together his first edition of Mean Tweets, Inauguration a Difference I- edition. And I want you as a fair-minded person, this isn't partisan to me, I don't care. I mean, obviously there are no Republicans in Philadelphia, so this isn't about a Republican would do a better job. We would never know that. There hasn't been a Republican for 67 years. Those are just facts. So if you love the guy, keep loving him. If you hate the guy, then you vote him out. But people won't vote him out, because there's, there's no way a guy like Jim Kenny gets voted out in this city. And he's going to run for governor in two years, even though he's, he's all excited about the next four years. He doesn't want to be mayor. He wants to be the governor. And Then he thinks he's going to be president. Good for him. But l- listen to the tone deafness and listen to the bad editing and the fact that this guy thinks this is funny. At a time like this, when we have two schools in Philadelphia shut down because of asbestos, And oh, by the way, that asbestos didn't just appear out of nowhere one day. The asbestos has been in the school buildings for decades. And now all of a sudden, they find out that two public schools in Philadelphia have asbestos. And the students have been told they can't come to school. And the parents are in in front of the school buildings worried about their kids' health and worried about their education. That's not important enough for Jim Kenny. He needs to sit down and have his staff, the ones who dance with him on the Sanctuary City dances in his office and think that that's cool, sit down and watch the editing, watch him basically, and again, I don't care if he rips me, I, I, don't, I, I don't even think these are mean tweets. I think these were made up. And even if they weren't, they're not funny. And my biggest point is, why, Jim? Why and why now, as we are nine days into a new year, and last night at 4 a.m., dozens of shots rang out right near City Hall at 4 a.m. in a drive-by where 38 shells were fired. But let's do mean tweets today, Jim Kenney, and let's show the world what this absolute buffoon is doing. This is worse than Nero fiddling while Rome was burning. This is 10 times worse than that. Let's go to the tape.
1: Hello, Philadelphia. Serving as your mayor for the past four years has been the greatest honor of my life. Together, we've fought hard to bring equity and opportunity to all neighborhoods and to make the government more accessible and accountable to the people. As I begin my next term in office, I want to hear some feedback about who you think these past four years have gone. So let's read some tweets. Here's to four more years of failure. No, i think you've had enough failure in your life you don't need four more be right back going to vote at philly mayor out of office you must have got lost i won you've ruined philadelphia with your liberal motives you're a real bum i say i'm a real crumb bum here's a better picture and i'm not gonna lie i think i'm pulling off that bowl cut but larry's hair looks good doesn't it so glad i don't live in your city and i'm retiring and moving south i will watch on world news as your city gets worse Nothing ever changes. Happy retirements. And to anyone who comments that they're glad they moved out of the city, just know we're glad you did too. Adios. Worst mayor ever. Thanks for that hot take. New voting machines made it easy to vote all Republican. But only 19% of you figured that out. At Philly Mayor, hi, who are you? Why are you on Twitter for me to see? 99th mayor of the city of Philadelphia just started my second term. Google me. Learn something. That's what the internet's really for, not for this shit. He's more concerned about intersections and what bathrooms, genders should be allowed to go in. Well, that was very, that's not Shakespeare. And he's going to get reelected. So lame. You know what's lame? Not being woke enough to understand that gender is a spectrum. And just because something doesn't affect you, doesn't mean we shouldn't care about it. Self-centered. Since you love diversity so much, step down and give a Republican a chance to run the city. Uh, no. Climate change, it's called weather. You're a disgrace of a mayor. Well, when your basement's flooded, give me a call. Thank you for that thoughtful and constructive feedback. Over the next four years, I plan to continue our work to lift Philadelphians out of poverty, address the opioid crisis and the gun violence in our city, and create an inclusive economy, including all you goofballs who tweeted me, with quality jobs, higher wages, and a skilled workforce. If any of that makes you angry or upset, you know how to get in touch with me.
0: Yes, ladies and gentlemen, that is the mayor of the fourth or fifth largest city in America. That's the man who's representing us in this city. And he grew up down here in this area where I live and I grew up. And you get angry. And here, again, he can do whatever he wants. He's the mayor. This is America still. But if anybody on this day, of all days, this week, this year, to get in people's faces because they have the audacity. Again, were there any? He's the only one who used profanity in that thing and then had it bleeped out. It is badly edited. Imagine how long it took him to read those phony takes and then think that they were funny by trying to use humor. There was one self-deprecation with that dumb and dumber thing. Even that didn't work. And again, if you think that's funny, congratulations. You're the reason he is a mayor in this town, and you're the reason buffoons like him are ruining cities all around this country. I told you we've got trash piling up. We've got national people coming to town, and I'm, I'm, I don't know if you heard the announcement today. I will gladly be joining Scott Pressler and these other people who are going around the country to help cities that have been left abandoned, the taxpayers who it want what the government is supposed to provide us: safe streets, police protection, sanitation pickup, police and fire protection. Yes, that's what that's what we pay taxes for. We're right? actually
2: going to have um, uh, Scott Pressler on the phone probably, and Darius Mayfield, uh, who was the person who contacted you um, in studio next Friday, is what we're working on, and we're going to do a special show. A uh, one hour show. Yeah, it's not going
0: to be a part of our regular right. Twitch show because we want to talk we don't want to do this yeah, all this about is very one topic Philly centric. This will be a special edition, which will be a separate show and we'll do it on Twitch. And again, I'm not trying to change the world. But you know, when I hear people complain about we need to do something right now to fix the planet to stop the fires, they have no legitimate answers to do it to fix it right now. And so if there's a climate thing that I know will work immediately, I'll be the first guy in line to say let's yes. do it. But you know how I take care of the planet or things that I can control? I pick up your trash on the streets. All of you slobs who decided that I'm woke and that I can clean up the environment while you're throwing your beer bottles and cans in every neighborhood in this city and, sadly, in many cities around the country. Okay. So okay, hang on. this is just mind-boggling to me. Mind-boggling. I get all the Trump hate. Yeah, he's the devil. We're going to die. Uh, every day you go crazy. That's fine. You can do whatever you want. Nobody's stopping you. But the bottom line is that when we have people like Jim Kenny who actually, who, he puts that on the Internet. Puts that on the Internet while a bunch of people were shot at 4 a.m. in the shadows of City Hall. When people are mourning the death of their loved ones with, oh, by the way, no one arrested for the crimes Mm. of killing a young man working at a grocery store who went in to steal something, didn't get away with anything, shot him, and went away in the dark of night, and no suspects arrested. And sadly, as in the case of many of these crimes, no suspects ever get arrested. And even if they do... No one is held accountable.
2: Well, like the yeah. uh, the guy who in Rittenhouse Square, he killed somebody with a knife. There was a big trial that was down, and Larry and Krasner right. lowered the
0: charges. We and again, talked... I don't want to see people going. He only going got to ju-
2: two months
0: probation.
2: Probation, like he no didn't two to, years probation. Two years probation, but only two months in jail.
0: Again, I'm not going to sit here and try to be judge, jury, and executioner. You know, obviously, the social justice stuff, it's going on everywhere. That's, I'm not even talking about I'm talking about the mayor of this city who is a national embarrassment, yet there are people in this city and around the country and around the world who think this guy is some incredible, an incredible leader of, of people who is saving the population of the city while he ignores 80% of it so anyway i'm not i'm not uh I don't want to run for mayor i would never I could never be a politician for one reason Robin, because I would never want to be beholden to anybody to help me get The on only
2: that way that uh, well the, I think the entire thing needs to be overhauled you shouldn't the whole uh, PAC system and all the money that gets poured into it, it's it is the formula like, if you wanted to make a formula for corruption, our political system is it.
0: Well, and, and again, Period. you know, I liked his mean tweets two years ago because they were sort of funny. Right. You know, but, now, was... but, but to do this now, when we're in a new yeah. year where this city just set a, a record. Yeah, I smell Jim up. Fear. When a city is, is setting records for numbers of gunshot victims on a nightly basis, are you proud that your city just set a new record for the number of people shot and killed, Jim? To think that you're going to go into a studio and have all of your minions write really bad jokes and comebacks that you can barely get off the screen from reading from your teleprompter? You can't even pull it off. If you were at least slightly glib enough to pull it off, it might even be interesting. That's even more embarrassing. Not the fact that he reads them, the fact that he can't read them. And even his comebacks are lame. Who thinks that's good? Who thinks that's funny? And, oh, by the way, who thinks that that's, this is the right time to even do that stuff?
2: Boxcar Studio says, you should try living in South Bend, Oregon, Tony.
0: I love Bend, Oregon. I that's know. where the Phillies does uh, single-A <laughs> He says, oh, South Bend, Indiana or South Bend,
2: he just said South Bend. Oh, no, Bend. South,
0: Bend is, uh, South Bend is where Mayor Pete's from. He's the mayor of South Bend, oh, Indiana. Oh, Indiana. Where Notre Dame is, Robin. That's bad South Bend knowledge there's right there. There's
2: also a South Bend, Oregon, which is no, the first thing. No, there's
0: Bend, of the- Oregon. No? Yes, there's a town called Bend, Oregon. Okay, well, I'm sure. And I know that because way back in the day, the Philadelphia Phillies had a minor league affiliate up there. Boxcar's Carter's Indiana. He is. Of course yeah. it's South Bend. Mayor Pete, he's leading in, he's leading in New Hampshire. And the good news is I tweeted this morning, Mayor Pete is now the front runner in the New Hampshire primary, which means he could become not only the mayor of South Bend, but now he can move up to a slightly bigger place and become president of New Hampshire. Mayor Pete looks like he might become the president of New Hampshire, Robin. The
2: president of New Hampshire. The that's king, a big that's, that's a slight New move. Hampshire. That's
0: a slight move up from the mayor of South Bend, Indiana to the mayor of New Hampshire, which is, I think, slightly bigger and probably has the same population.
2: Now, we have somebody on the line who, who pretty much has comments on every, but everything, but in particular, he would like to talk about weather.
0: Well, correct? traffic and weather together. Traffic
2: and weather together. Dean?
0: Wait, I thought Dean was our stock market guru.
2: He, haven't you learned by now he knows everything?
0: He doesn't know anything about the weather. He lives in Florida where the weather never changes. Give me a break. Tony. What?
4: Tony, my... my the, the, the encyclopedia salesman came to my front door. My wife told him, get out. My husband already knows everything. Oh. <laughs> Who the hell sells
0: encyclopedias anymore?
4: <laughs> exactly. Hey, no, it's two a th- couple things here. Um, first of all, you know, when you were talking about the, your mayor, the dirtbag that he is, um, talking about on Twitter, my source is deep inside the scumbag industry of the Democratic Party, Okay. Oh, well, by the way, the I want you to right know now.
0: that the, 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 the Republican Party has a lot of scumbags, too.
4: Oh, yes. They're, 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 the Democrats are just a little more scummy. Right. Well, the uh, Democrats, I'll say this. Bastards.
0: Having been a lifelong Democrat, the they're Democrats have proven bastards. one thing in the last two elections that they lost to a Republican. Al Gore was a sore loser who couldn't even win the home game. He couldn't even win his home state of Tennessee. And he cried, and then they had to go back and uh, count the votes in Florida and the hanging chads, and he's still crying. But he did invent the internet. Yeah, but the best thing that ever happened to Al Gore was he didn't become president, because then he became a billionaire, scamming everybody that the worth Earth was going to end, and he became bigger, fatter, and bought bigger houses and bigger airplanes, and is living the life.
4: And I'll say something on. uh, And uh, then uh, when Hillary Clinton uh, lost,
0: and then wait a minute, then when Hillary Clinton lost three years ago, they still every single day. This is not an opinion. This is certified fact. Cannot accept the fact that their golden girl, Hillary Clinton, a lock. This is like when you, you know, when you say, when we're talking about betting and a team looks like a mortal lock, and you say, "Bet the house, send it in." Oh, this is going to be a double-digit beatdown. And then, like the New Orleans Saints proved last weekend, they go out and they have to play the game. And then they can't stop the run, and they can't stop the Vikings, and they can't stop Kirk Cousins on the final plays, even if there may have been a slight push-off. And then you sit around and you say, how could this happen? That's How could the Patriots lose to the Dolphins and cost me a case of wine? Well, because I knew that. I saw that coming because I'm all-seeing I'm all and all-knowing.
4: I yeah, sure you are. <laughs> Once you see this, uh, listen. So anyway, yes, Listen. Uh, this is what's going to happen on Twitter. It, it's in the works right now. It's not out in the public. Is this That's breaking must- news? This, this is my sources, Tony. It's going to happen when, like, you. Someone sends out a tweet. Okay, you are going to be limited to how you can respond. The the amount of words you can respond to that tweet. So you can no longer, when you take opposition to somebody like a, a, you know, a Democrat on there, and they go on there and say something stupid, and you want to reply to it, you're going to be limited to like three words to comment on that.
0: I know, though, no, there's no doubt. I mean, and it, this is all the about the... No, this, this, it's in the work. I know it's in the work. Well, I saw it the yesterday. They're going to have different terms. Global, did you see it? There's a globe. So if you want the whole world to see your tweets... You set your account to global. Well, no,
4: that's an emoji thing, I think. No, no that's not no. emojis. It's a setting. And, and then, oh, what, no? what's
0: interesting? Uh, can you find that, Robin? Oh, a setting, okay. No, let me let me tell you. I saw this yesterday, and I immediately knew that this was Twitter's way of trying to control speech in an election year, and that if that's what they want to do. You don't have to be on Twitter; you can drop off, be on it. But uh, I know we didn't invent the internet. It's a joke.
4: Oh, yeah, it's pathetic. But yeah, that's. But no, theory. find yeah, it. There's two,
0: no, no Twitter has a. Uh, Twitter will put now, not, not emojis, as you point out, an option. Uh, Robin's found the story now on the option. This is at the CES in Las Vegas, the consumer electronics store, and the right. Twitter douches so are here, all out there. Yes, here
2: is the way it's going to happen. Twitter is adding a new setting for conversation participants right on the compose screen. It has four options.
0: How many options? Yes, four. Oh, Jack must be listening to the show.
2: <laughs> Global. Group. Panel and statement. Global allows anybody to reply. Mm-hmm. Group is for people you follow and mention. Well, only I do like can...
0: group play, so I'm going to be involved in that one. So probably. only
2: those group
0: people can follow and mention. <laughs>
2: panel is people you specifically mention in the tweet can then reply. And panel. Statement... So, that's, so it's
0: panel... No, it's global. Global
2: group, panel, and statement. So global is exactly what we have now. It's yeah, already, anybody, anybody all over the world. Reply.
0: Could have been anywhere else, but they're on my feed, and they're following me group at Tony Bruno show. You mean
2: say, say if, if, if you want just Republicans to... And I don't want Republicans well, following I'm just, me. I'm giving an example. I want everybody to follow if me. If you want just Tony Bruno fans to be able to, and you have a Tony Bruno group then only those Tony Wouldn't Bruno people would be able to... Can we to... just
0: change the name? If you want to be in this cult, yeah. then you join that cult. If you have your cult, now, if Charles Manson, if they need to be a new spawn ranch and we need to get women to come aboard and have sex with us and then we convince them to become psycho killers, <laughs> uh, then we can have that group.
2: Yes. Now, panel is people that you specifically mentioned in the piece. So if you say, uh, if you, Tony Bruno, tweets and you mention um, at Dean from Clearwater, then only Dean would be able to respond to that. I just call them up at it, at him up and yell at him. Now the last, this is the worst po- one yeah, of this all. this is the
0: one that sh- this is the this is the this, this is, is the capper. The, this
2: is the capper statement. If you have statement, if you click on statement, it'll simply allows you to post a tweet, but nobody can respond to it. No exactly. replies, no nothing. Now
0: the first three, if you're reading this and I read this last night, and I'm saying, "Oh, this looks like a good idea." And then they, ba- they nail you with number four. Yeah. And number four on the list, while you're trying to think of whether global, group, or panel is acceptable, statement means that if they can allow people who want to pimp their own crap, and primarily political, because Twitter's loaded with political garbage from both sides. Everybody's got Definitely. an angle, people who want to run for local office. You could tell. You could sniff them out right away. They either work for a political party, or they're part of a political party, or they're operatives who get paid to give opinions so now what they'll do is anything that they agree with any kind of and they lean there's no doubt they're an anti-conservative speech and so any kind of democratic talking point or something that's being pimped that's labeled as statement they will let it go and then the other ones that they don't like they will block out that's what that's what this is it right. says it right there Read it again, Robin. What is the statement part of the Twitter news? The
2: statement simply allows you to post a tweet and receive no replies, so you are just making a statement, so that means that anybody that can that if you think that your view is the one and only and you don 't need any responses because you know everything, then you can make a statement, but you choose it twitter doesn 't so
0: yeah, because they want make they want people right. to think that they actually care, and so while they're while they 're shadow banning people and blocking people and removing followers from those whose comments they disagree with, regardless of whether they're... I mean, obviously, I believe people who threaten people, those are, those are good things. If you say something vile or, 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 or you threaten somebody, you should not only be removed from Twitter, you should be investigated. But the, right. other pro- the problem that Twitter has now, they have been nailed so many times in Facebook, they've been, mailed, been nailed so many... Even Elizabeth Warren's complaining. So it's not a Republican-Democrat thing. Even Elizabeth Warren is crying about Facebook allowing right. certain things that well, she doesn't like to remain on I love there. the
2: response. So when asked if there's a concern, if the, li- the, if the ability to limit replies could mean misinformation couldn't be as easily rebutted, the uh, the CEO Z of of Twitter gestured to the ability to quote tweet as one possible resolution, but it's something we're going to be watching really closely as yeah. we
0: experiment. If you believe that, be, yeah. if you believe that, I've got a uh, i have got got a guy at the Baghdad airport who shouldn't have been there, who <laughs> should never have been killed. All right, Twitter. Exactly. I said this the other day. Twitter. I've lost. I've been losing. I've been losing more Twitter followers this year. Than Iranian protesters, Iranian worshipers going to a, a funeral. That's how many people. I'm losing more people on a daily basis than they've lost in a the, in the stampede to go and you bang each other politicians on the heads.
4: Worshiping, you got more politicians worshiping these dirtbags over there now. Of course it's they pathetic. are.
0: Of course they are. They, they, that, that's Tony, a great can part you about America, standing Dean. Standing up
4: for a terrorist? Can you imagine living in this country and standing up for a terrorist is what that guy was? It's, it's ridiculous. Now, listen, Tony.
0: Another thing was you were talking about global warming crap a little bit. Wait, a minute, I have breaking see- news. Wait, Dean, I, ha- I have to, I have to, I hate to interrupt you. I have breaking news right now from the high speed Adult Entertainment Wire because the CES, the Consumer Electronics Show, is going on in Vegas. But every time that comes around, you know what else comes around, and there'll be a lot of coming is. around. The, the AVN. AVN Awards, the Adult Entertainment Expo coincidence that all these nerdy geeks who go out and look for the latest trinkets in electronics also can go right across the street and get the latest toys for yes. adult play. It's, it's a two-for-one event. That. That's, see, that's brilliant marketing. You're going to bring out exactly. all these geeky people who are into the latest tech, and then you can also have them go right across the street and get the latest dildos, all the latest things and that meet you need. All
2: their favorite porn stars,
0: exactly. And get—I—I I was actually signing at one of those shows once. No, that was pretty funny. I was actually—I actually, <laughs> went there to say hi to my friends in the industry, and I'm in one of the booths with the uh, with, right? You were yes, you there with? me? I was
2: there with you. And I was I'll...
0: there with uh, with the uh, with the Vivid, uh, yes. And you know, Brianna Banks and a lot of the Vivid girls were there, and so I'm over there talking, taking pictures with them, and people recognize me, and then they and wanted me to have... sign one of their. Uh, naked pictures except i didn't have That's any naked pictures but i did i did provide one later on in the hotel room after the show Oh, i
4: like yeah, this one this is God. rebel uh, man 31 Tony, we, we now have naked Wait. pictures running through a
0: parking lot and it's ugly i'll sign a bit you know those pictures of me running naked in the uh glassboro new jersey uh, landmark americana those will be available at the super bowl so if you're going to come <laughs> to miami and you would like me to sign are they going to be glossy yeah they're not no they're going to be flat <laughs> Although my butt is not really that no. flat, I'm gonna I'm gonna That's do the. Cute, you
2: got a cute butt. I gotta Sepia, say.
0: isn't that the turn?
2: Sepia tone. Is it yes.
0: sepia tone or sepia tone? I think it's either or there.
4: Either either. Tony, don't you go running around down there in Miami Beach like that. Greenpeace will freaking roll you.
0: No, right no, I'm not gonna water. get naked in Miami unless <laughs> I have to. I get. I I am packing the banana hammock. I already told oh, a couple no. of my friends in the media because you know South Beach. South Beach. South Beach. Everybody's going to go there because it's Miami, and it's an obligation to go to South Beach when you go to Miami. I've been there a million times. Robin and I have been there. And so the banana hammock must be brought because there will be lots of Brazilians. I'll bring the boys shorts. There will be a lot of hot Brazilian chicks on the beach. You know, it's an international flavor down there. You You know how many hot Latina and Brazilian butts will be on display on the beaches of Miami? For Super Bowl week, i big butt guy.
4: I'm not a big butt guy. I'm a nice little round. Nice I like him round. I mean, I don't want.
0: I don't want. I like. I don't want Lizzo big. I want. Yeah, I don't want baby with too much back. I no, I want a nice. Li- I want the nice onion. It's got to be a nice <laughs> onion. And you know, a lot of white chicks like. Just take Robin for example. Oh, thanks. Not an onion.
2: <laughs> no, I know.
0: Not, not an on- but still, you know.
2: When I was well, horse- she, she, when I was horseback there, riding, so you can't blame her. When I was horseback riding and riding my bike a lot, I had a great butt. No, you
0: you got to squat. More squats, Robin. I think that should be your resolution. And me, too. It's all about squats. You've seen there's a site called She Squats. Have you seen that one? No. And it's all these chicks with great asses and great thighs and lower body. Because she squats. That's what it means. Not sasquatch. That's a different site. It's
2: weird. When I think of squats, she squats, I think of something totally different.
0: No, no. This is a much more pleasurable way of squatting. You know, it hurts. But when you're squatting, and I want everybody right now to stop what they're doing, get <laughs> Do out of their chairs. All,
2: no, but I saw she squirts though. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but those are different. That, you know, you have to have an acquired taste for that. Okay, I mean, that's not for everybody. That's not for everybody, oh. folks. I don't want to tell you what to like. You make your own choices. It's your Here, me, uh, it's me, your porn, your choice. Let
2: me mouth my water bottle again.
4: <laughs> Speaking of water, Tony, did you see did you see that um, Glacier National Park? Yes. Is pulling off its signs that said these glaciers will be gone by 2020 and these signs were posted over 10 years ago of, of the global warming BS. And now they got to pull their signs down.
0: But here's the best part of that story, because I follow everything, not just stupid sports. In right, 19, they way. had those signs up in 1948 when the glo- glaciers <laughs> were supposed to melt. Then they had it again in 1961 when the glaciers were supposed to melt yep. from Glacier National Park. Then they did it again in 2000, and then 2020. And here's the best part to show you how screwed up government is and how they just pay scientists to give them the information they want. The sign was supposed to be taken down earlier, and here we are in 2020. And you know why they didn't take <laughs> the sign down before the new year? They couldn't afford to make a replacement sign, and they couldn't agree on what the new date is, the drop-dead, uh, what, do, what do you call it here, the well, expiration they've, date. They've uh, left it open-ended. Yeah, because, you know, they should make it 2030, and then we'll come back in 2030 and see what happens. That's why I, that's why I, I, I call no. it a climate hoax. The climate changes forever, but the people who insist that we have to pay money to fix this and that's going to do it, you pay your money and fix it. Because We've it, only
4: had 30% shrinkage, and they were expecting 100
0: Well, I've had shrinkage like that, but you get older, man. You know, they sag a little bit. <laughs> and then you've got to call, of course, you've got to call the big hurt, Frank Thomas, to fix that. Oh, uh, yeah. Because you know, remember, like, Dean, gonna... she'll love it too, man. She'll love it, too.
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, anyway, do you, hey, listen. I, Robin, did you uh, get my text?
2: Uh, I haven't had a chance to look at my text during the show. All
4: right. Well, I sent you. I sent you. Uh, I should have sent. I, I would have sent that to Tony, but sending a text to Tony is like sending one from to the moon and expecting it to get back. with Yeah. No, I, I would get back to you
0: faster from the moon, actually yeah
4: exactly um i sent you a tracking number so you have a you have a delivery coming that should be there saturday but you know just open it on monday for your entertainment on
0: on now i have a box here that oh look at that could this be it could this be your box no it's not no my
4: box will be there saturday yeah i sent the tracking number to robin and also in the the box Tony, I, in the tweet, in the text to Robin, I said, hey, by the way, Tony, can you reimburse me for the $47 freaking shipping
0: charge? $47? Did you ship a whole case?
2: <laughs> That's what he did, as, as promised. I'll,
0: I'll, I'll, how about what? that? How about if we go halfsies? I'm going to go Dutch. I'll pay half of the shipping. <laughs> but you have to send. But here's how it works. You I have to send told, more I product. I'll pay the shipping, shipping and extra shipping at hand. Are you
4: going to let me have half of Robin? Which half? Hey, hey.
0: What do you think this is? you think this is a wench auction here? You get that at Disney I'm World. I remember you said something about going Dutch, so I'm like, okay, I'm in for that. No, that's not the kind of Dutch I'm talking about. <laughs> Jesus. You're disgrace, great, Dean. Does All your right. wife know you're well, saying this stuff? What do you Of course she does. All right, I just wanted to check. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Arrivederci. Uh,
0: right, get out of here, Dean. Get out.
2: Get out. Get out. Get out.
0: Not a Dutch oven. No, no. Although, or not a
2: Dutch, what's a Dutch rudder?
0: I don't know what a Dutch rudder is. A wench. No, when you go into the Disney, in the Pirates of the Caribbean ride, there's the wench auction. Yeah. And it became... Well, t- no, no, no they, it's, they, they, they changed it it. Down now. No, it's still, it's still the redhead running around because they didn't change that. It's the, what they're saying... What they're saying in the wench auction was, "I want the redhead. Bring us the redhead." And then the guy who's the pirate who's conducting the wench auction, "I look at the look at the superstructure on her." They took all that stuff yeah. out. It's still a wench auction, but they because they didn't want to make it completely. Yeah, now have it's, to the, crash it's the woke it. auction now. It's the woke auction because I
2: think now there's a couple. I think there's more women. Chasing men or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, they, um, they remember because the, Danny, the, the Danny women Dow- were chasing
0: the men with the rolling pin. Yeah,
2: Danny Dow uh, says, "I walk away for one damn minute and miss this." <laughs>
0: <laughs> Listen, I've survived how many constitutional crises now, Robin? How many existential threats have we survived? A lot of them. I survived a lot of stuff. I will survive.
2: I will survive. Hey, you know what else we're gonna survive?
0: What? Mail time. Oh yeah. yeah.
1: The mail's here.
0: Come on. Okay. Stand by after the mail time. I will have an explanation of what a Dutch rudder mail. is.
1: When it comes I want
0: Ah yes indeed, ladies and gentlemen. It is that time where you all you all get your your loins are girding right now. Isn't that the term we determined was an actual real term? Yes. Your loins are girding. They're shivering like Chris Matthews on MSNBC. You're getting a tingling up your legs? That's because it's time for... Oh, what's in the box? I have a box. Now, did you order this box, Robin, or no. is this a secret? Do you know what
2: this... I know what this box is based upon the uh, the location. It's this Carson is... City,
0: Nevada. Is it a stripper? No. This um, is um, a... Wait a minute. It's gold from the... From the old mines, the gold mines that have been reopened, and somebody's out there panning for gold, and they're sending us their booty and bounty? This is
2: one of our uh, new sponsors. This is a sponsor? We were just talking to Darren, and and he um, has a couple of different companies. So this is one of our new sponsors sending us products to try out. The man
0: out. who brought us one of the most sought-after items at Radio yes. Row at the Super Bowl year after year after year. And those, of course, were? You remember, Robin.
2: Yes. No. I mean, the glasses. We we, the thin optics.
0: Thin optics. Thin and optics. every
2: single year that we, even after, they were no longer representing thin optics, and so they weren't sponsoring anymore because the new the yeah, new guy was kind of stupid. Optics.
0: And then of course <laughs> the the company was bought out. I know. By someone they, else. They
2: got they got so much publicity from the Tony Bruno show and everybody at Super Bowl that wanted them. And then uh, the new people that took over, Ooh, smells nice. they were like, ah, we don't need the Tony Bruno show anymore. Um, we're just going to go on without them. And, and they've, like,
0: they've gone to hell ever since. I
2: they have. I mean, you don't hear about them anymore. But um, everybody at Super Bowl that had gotten them Every from year us previously, they say, like, "Hey, you still got have any- some
0: more of those? Yes. Now, this has got a lot of paper in it, Robin. You know I mean? Oh, I'm
2: sure you can reuse it for what?
0: I'll reuse <laughs> years this for some gifts. Valentine's Day is coming up. But they should have put red in here, but green works on Valentine's Day. I'll send this to Jim Kenny and my lovely gift that I'll send him. All right, here it is. There's a lot of product in here, Robin. There is a lot of product. I want to see, I want to see. What I can't is it? take them out one by one. It's like coral. Coral? Here, hand me that. Not Coraline, of course. You remember her. Oh,
2: okay. So I know what this is. So this is um Coral, uh, the company's name is Coral Silver something, right? Let me see. Hold on. Uh, nano silver technology in, and this is Coral. Not nano, nano. Coral nano foam. This is um. The
0: well, you're really right on top of this, Robin. Well,
2: no, because I'm reading it, I don't have anything in front of me because he hasn't sent it anything yet. But this is there's a toothpaste. toothpaste, and it has for those of you who I think I've mentioned this on the show before, but I had years of issues with bleeding gums. And every single time I would go to the dentist, they would say, Are you flossing? And I would say, Yes, yes, I'm flossing, I'm flossing every single freaking day. And what is going on? And I did my own research and I found out that through through trial and error, that I was allergic, like many, many people out there. know, I'm allergic to sodium lauryl sulfate, which is in, like, every single her. toothpaste out there, practically. And so I started using, um, there's a only one or two kinds of Toms of Maine that has no SLS in it. There's a couple of other ones. And uh, now they're finding out that fluoride is bad for you. So this is fluoride-free, SLS-free, and it has... Nano silver. Now, silver is
0: an Not high antibiotic. They use it. I know. I use it in my butt I, Yeah, they they when put it I have a, these. Yeah. I have these swabs in there as I'm still healing from the surgeries. It's like a Q-tip. Colloidal
2: log. colloidal silver. Silver. Excuse me. Colloidal silver is an antibiotic. So this contains none of the bad stuff and extra of the good stuff, and this is the foaming toothpaste, and they have all sorts of other things. We'll, we'll be getting more and more information about product. it as we uh, start ramping up our sponsorship uh, for this. And but they have
0: not just toothpaste. They've got all kinds yeah, of product. Like, I'm
2: excited. That. I'm very excited to try this. We love new uh, innovations. the ones that I was using don't taste very good. Like, I, I... Sorry, Tom's of Maine, but your your stuff tasted like crap, so...
0: What does Tom know? He should be c- catching, oyst- uh, catching sh- lobster for us. Why is a guy who should be lobster fishing and giving us nice lobsters worried about toothpaste? Tom, more lobsters, less toothpaste. So anyway, there's a lot of products. Yes, there's a
2: lot of products. We'll Coral. try it out and we will let everybody know. But um, the
0: Astro Glide in here, <laughs> silver, silver line astroglide.
2: I'm I'm excited about this.
0: I am too. We know a lot of good people. And these are not scams. These are not fly by night companies. These are legitimate operations. Well,
2: this one I think it, coral has been around since like the 60s or 70s or since something. Since the like earth
0: that. since the last ice age when all the ice melted and then we found coral. And then we made coral reefs.
2: Did you know that nano infused up to 100 times more powerful than other colloidal silver particles?
0: When I hear that word colloidal though, it doesn't uh, it's not very sexy to me.
2: And above sea coral calcium naturally aids in restoring pH balance by neutralizing acid in the mouth.
0: Ooh, mouth!
2: I'm very excited to try this because you know your teeth are important. Should I brush
0: my teeth on the air with this and do a demonstration? Maybe tomorrow. Maybe.
2: All right. Your teeth are so important, and people are... I, this is one thing that I just... The American system, I do not understand. No, Coral uh, is insurance. not on
0: stage at Delilah's. She insurance, was not there last night. American insurance
2: thing. is one of those things that I really don't understand. I do not understand how 99% of dental work is optional, like as, yeah. if, it's, as if it's not necessary. It's cosmetics. Your teeth are one of the most important things for function. You're absolutely
0: right. Everybody's doing dental implants now but they cost thousands and thousands of dollars, and they're not covered by any I don't insurance. Understand. I get it. I and what happens it. when your teeth, especially when you get older, your teeth break. You, know, you may have had a root canal, and then that tooth breaks mm-hmm. off. And the only option is have all your teeth pulled out and put dentures in or have implants put in. The problem with implants, as you all know, that's why you see all these dental centers where they're now telling you you're have teeth in one day. And all they do is they, you, you probably have dentures first, so your teeth yeah. have all been pulled out. Right. And instead of having the ones we have to glue them up there, and then, like, Nancy Pelosi, you have to do that, try to keep them <laughs> in, you know, because they start to fall out yeah, yeah. a little bit. Because I, I have a denture, but it's just a partial. Right. I get a partial every once in a while, you know, when I get a little excited at night, Robin. You know what I'm saying?
2: <clears throat> I, I don't get excited about the partials. It's only the full <laughs> ones love that people. I get excited
0: about. I know. Anyway, But, but it, the dentistry, and, and there's a lot of great, I love my dentist. He does a great job. Anything happens, tooth breaks, I go over there. He nice, fixes it. Right,
2: fantastic, but it's not his fault. But, but you now
0: have to take out a home equity loan to get t- to take care of your teeth. And you know what that is, Robin? It's an outrage. Damn right it is, Mr. President. Damn. Anyway, you digress. I digress. We'll give the, uh, the football picks will be posted. I mentioned we got NFL action this weekend. And don't forget, let me repeat for all of our friends in King of Prussia. Or even maybe you want to come into town for the weekend and don't want to come into the city. Get yourself out there to the King of Prussia area. Maybe go to the mall for a couple of hours and then come on down to Screwballs in King of Prussia. Screwballs, the number one sports bar in Montgomery County. It's been voted that way. The people have spoken. We were there all year on Thursday nights. That was
2: creepy.
4: (laughs) Chocolate chip cookies.
2: That's a walk-up sound. Ah, That was D. Conrad in Vegas. That was his walk-up sound. It
0: was kind of creepy. It
2: was kind of creepy. But, of course, he's the one that had us creeped out forever with the knock-knock-knock.
0: I know. I missed that.
2: You missed the knock-knock-knock?
0: Yep. Anyway, here we go. Saturday, let me get some NFL music in here.
2: Uh, Scrapple Joe, yes. Tony is still posting on the...
0: The picks are posted on the TonyBrunoShow.com website. And not not yet. I didn't post this weekend. Okay. Last weekend's were posted, and of course, at com slash TonyBruno. So you don't have to pay for these picks. You don't have to go crazy. You don't even have to bet on the picks. Last Saturday... Swept the table 2-0. And then Sunday, I stunk it up and went 0-2 with the stinking NFC selections. Got sucked into the Saints hype. And then I also took the Philadelphia Eagles, being a stupid homer that I was. And knowing full well that the Eagles were owned by Russell Wilson and the Seattle Seahawks. But this weekend, Saturday afternoon action, Robin. And who doesn't like action in the afternoon? 4.35 kickoff Saturday, the first game. The Minnesota Vikings against the San Francisco 49ers. Out there, where they, the field is all nice now. I saw a picture of it this morning. They went back to the, uh, what do they call that script on the 49ers? Checkerboard script? It has a, it has a name. Somebody, One of my buddies out in San oh, Francisco of the media. Because, you know, they played that. The font? Yeah, the font. That's exactly right. The okay. font. The font. It's a certain font that the 49ers, the old school 49ers right, logo right. in the end zone. Remember they did a one of the one of the one of the really bad Should jobs. Should we just call it Gold Rush font? How's that? I like that? the Gold Rush. Been to that club. I think there's a Gold Rush club out there that I used to go to all the time. But anyway, so they fixed the field up. They had that red box bowl, remember out there where right, Cal right. played. Uh-huh. And then they they had to try to paint over the 49er logo with the team's logos.
2: Yeah, that looked really tacky. Logos.
0: You know, the other half ass job, because let's be honest, it's the San Francisco 49ers field and they had a bowl game and they put red box out there, everybody yeah. got two Reynolds this weekend, and all that other kind of crap. But the bottom line is they'll be playing football on that beautiful field out there in Santa Clara. And oh by the way, I'm not giving a pick right now. This is just a tease. Tease, 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 Four thirty the first game, will be live at Screwballs. Two to four. Two to what time, Robin? Four. Correct. That's the pregame show. That's the countdown to kickoff show. And even though the Eagles aren't involved, or the Cowboys aren't involved, or the Buffalo Bills aren't involved. Is it going to be on Twitch as well? Yes, it will. Unless we don't feel like bringing the equipment. We'll be live. We'll be local. We'll be late breaking. Wait,
2: we have breaking news, Tony Bruno. I said this as soon as I heard it. I heard what happened, that plane that was supposedly had a mechanical failure in Tehran. Dean says, breaking news, they've now announced that the plane in Iran was shot down.
0: Of course it was. Yes. They I were said, putting missiles in the air. I know. It's amazing that they were able to miss all of the military bases, but they actually hit a Ukrainian airline with innocent people and 178 people. We're all killed on this plane, and they were trying to make excuses for it. And unfortunately, our media believes the Iran state media and runs with their information, but doesn't trust our own government. Now, I don't trust our own government either, but I ain't gone to Iran state TV to get my information. Not when I have MSNBC and CNN to get me pretty much the same thing. And so, and there was one NBC reporter today, and this is what I do. I don't like to play Twitter cop or Twitter tough guy. But what I see supposedly national media people, journalists, not hacks who just put opinion pieces up there, that's all over the place. When I see someone with a blue check mark, including myself, and they are making comments that absolutely positively expose their agenda. Right. And they pretend to be actual journalists and then get called out on their tweet And then pretend that nothing happened. That's the world in which we live now. And that bothers me as a former journalist. So when people get mad at me, why do I call out people on Twitter? I'm calling out mostly journalists who are supposed to be real journalists who are nothing but hacktivists now. And if you don't see a problem in that, then you don't really care about news.
2: So here's what CBS – quoted U.S. intelligence sources saying a satellite detected infrared blips of two missile launches followed by another blip of an explosion. And meanwhile, Newsweek quoted a Pentagon and senior U.S. intelligence official as well as Iraqi intelligence officials as saying they believe the Ukrainian plane was hit by a Russian-made TOR missile.
0: And who has those Russian-made missiles? The Iranian regime, not the people of Iran, who are good people. In fact, you were showing me pictures, and I remember this, in as as early as 1973. I know that's 50 something years ago. That's the year I got married. Well, the revolution
2: happened in '79, and that's when everything changed.
0: Exactly. But in 1973, if you look at pictures of Tehran and Iran and all the great people who lived there, they were, you know, they were all living. I mean, it it looked like it 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 could have been the United States. Exactly. There were
2: people, you know, kids wearing bell bottoms and women wearing mini skirts, And men and women, they were, women especially, were encouraged to go to universities. They were becoming, uh, they were um, encouraged to do stem cell research um, way before uh, American women were encouraged to do this. They were government-sponsored programs to send them to different universities so that they would get a diverse education.
0: Exactly. Um, there was great music the, This and was fashion. a beautiful, yeah. civilized country yeah. that was taken over by religious extremist nutcases who all hate one another. Yeah. And so now you see these people. You see that beautiful country in tatters because of religious fanatics who have been fighting these kinds of ridiculous civil wars going back to the Stone Ages. And as someone who studied this stuff and really keeps up on it, it saddens me to see what's yeah, going on it is on. sad.: And so people who think this is about protecting Trump or defending Trump, it's not. It's we, about reality.
2: My, when we lived in Europe, we had my mother worked with a lot of Iranian men and women, and so we knew a lot of I mean we we had invitations to go back and visit them. so there's people even that I know or that I knew. I shouldn't say still no because I haven't really kept in touch with them, but that I knew growing up and I've been I was told several years ago, don't come over here. I mean, you you do not want to come over here. It's it's not like it used to be at all. So it's very sad.
0: Exactly. And, you know, and then and the other night when that plane was shot down and all the Canadian, many Canadian students on there, you know, they weren't they didn't go to, you know, they unfortunately they were in the wrong place at the wrong time. And the plane gets shot down, and then the immediate excuses are... And then they wouldn't release the black box to investigators.
2: I said, uh, even before I heard that, though, I said, there's no way that um, a plane blew up mid-air due to engine failure because planes, even if there's an engine failure, they can still land. Yeah, if
0: one jet engine is out, the other engine continues.
2: Continues. And if both of them go out, that plane would probably still crash, but it wouldn't blow up until it hit the ground, not midair. And it blew up midair. So I was like, yeah, there's something majorly fishy
0: going on and it's awful. I know. Again, again, this isn't a political thing. This is a this is a tragedy. It is innocent, horrible. Everybody's worried about a world war and a and a plane load of innocent peoples get shot out of the air by missiles that were supposedly intended for the United States and the military in Baghdad and in Iraq. And so that's why you got to get out of it. I'm, I'm consistent with this. I've said it since since the Vietnam War, an era in which friends of mine from high school and elementary school were drafted and went and died in Vietnam, and a senseless war which that was, which we protested. I was not drafted. If I was, I would have gone. I wouldn't have run to Canada like many of our esteemed leaders did. Mm-hmm.
2: Now you you weren't I didn't drafted. get a special dispensation. No, though. I they're, know. You just weren't drafted because well, one of them was because you your father died and you were the sole Yeah, but that male. that's an
0: excuse that a lot of people used. I actually my number wasn't called. Oh, okay. And so when we had a draft, which people think we're getting one again because they're all gone crazy and they don't have any we, con- conception of how we have gone through multiple wars and didn't reinstate well, a draft. I think here's
2: the thing is that there's never going to be a draft again because we don't need boot, we don't need as many boots on the ground anymore. Like if we needed to have the boots on the ground like we did for World War 1 and World yeah, War 2. Yeah, we're not storming the well, beaches we're not doing anymore. That anymore so. We use
0: drones and we use precision guided things to take out and try to get the bad guys only. Sometimes obviously unfortunately, but you can see the technology that the Iranians were using in retaliation was supposed to hit our military bases in mm-hmm. retaliation for killing the terrorists. Well, and many of them missed. Right. And then, unfortunately, in the crossfire of shooting missiles everywhere to su- try to send a message, they shoot down an airplane. And you know what happened when they shot down the airplane? Everybody, all the people with agendas, immediately had no—the uh, people in Canada and all these other people were blaming America for this. Blaming America for a country that wants to destroy— much of the earth for shooting down an airplane as if this did, never has happened before in these barbaric places on earth. Sad to say. Anyway, enough about that. Let's get back to football,
2: Anyway, right our right? prayers do go out to everybody. I
0: immediately sent condolences to my hand. friends in Canada. Mm-hmm. But then in the same thing, I didn't say, I feel bad for the people feel, in Canada I feel who bad died. for everybody. But! I didn't do a but. I did an and. We mourn those innocent people taken, blown out of the skies, and we hope that the investigations will allow us to find out the real reasons, who did this, and why, by the way, the black box, would, which would explain exactly what happened, was not being turned over. So I was, I was sad, but I was also angry at the same time. Obviously, when people die, innocent victims die anywhere. You're not siding with the perpetrators of the crime. You want justice, right? We want justice immediately with things like this. The largest nationality
2: of people that were on board the flight were Ukrainian.
0: Yeah, because it was an Ukrainian yeah. airline. So anyway,
2: very sad. Anyway, know, moving I, on.
0: We have to. We if we sit around and just worry about this, and again, I'm not saying just pass it off. Too bad. If we sit around and worry about this 24 seven. We're not going to be able to go around and just con- conduct our normal lives, Robin. Let me show you a boxing video right now, though. The one thing I said that I had to play. I posted it on Twitter, but not everybody sees it on Twitter. We've Uh. seen a lot of great fights. We saw that baseball fight in Venezuela. We see a lot of UFC every weekend, boxing still around. But i got to tell you right now, there is one, one undisputed heavyweight champion, the greatest left hook I've ever seen, and then... While you're administering blow after blow after blow, while somebody's screaming, throw the damn towel in the background, in this cat fight, the right hook eventually ends it for Tony the Tiger. Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you home cat versus Tony the Tiger in the Olympic bout that is officially over. Let's go to the tape. And there he is with another left and another left. And then he comes back with the right. And then the right, it wasn't even a right hawk, Robin, that took out Tony the Tiger. You notice little black and white cat with the white-mitted paw jumps up. Tony the Tiger. Tony the Tiger sitting up on a piece of furniture, waiting to make his move. And then what happens? Black cat with white paw.
2: I'm going to call him Socks.
0: Socks comes up and then delivers. Play one more time. I'm going to count the number of lefts that Socks delivers. It is a barrage not seen. One, oh, two, three, four, five, six. It's still going on. Five, this is six. the same video. Right, well, I, I want to count them now, Robin. Let's slow it down oh. as they do. It's a 15-second video. So it starts on. Whoa, hold it. Don't you see when they do on, on high, I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Stop it right there. Okay, I'm sorry. Right, let's go back to the beginning. And uh, for those of you who haven't seen it, okay. Tony the Tiger assaulted. Are you but ready? But I think it was a fair fight. Tony had his opportunity. Remember, he had, he had the overhead position which is much easier if you watch cats. Our cats all like to sit up high. If you have a house cat, you notice they like to sit in windowsills. Their perches if you have a high one. Oh, yes. They're all up in – you know why? Because it's a better advantage for them to see and stalk prey. Right. So in this particular video, Tony, Tony the, the Tiger, tiger has, the advantage. has the advantage. Much bigger. He has the size advantage. Obviously a decided reach advantage. And he has the dominant position. You would think. And so little – Socks the cat just walking into the room thinking that Tony the Tiger was not going to throw Frosted Flakes on him like they did on during the uh, Frosted Flakes Bowl. This, this escalated quickly. And then Socks the cat on the floor decides enough is enough. I have had it with this mother-humping tiger in this mother-humping house. And he proceeds To lead with the left in rapid-fire succession, let's once again go to the tape and watch this brilliance. Okay, in 3,
2: 2, 1.
0: Okay. He's making his move. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. And then the right! And then the right overhead! And that's it! And then he comes back with a couple of more lefts for good measure. Actually, that's his right. The right! It's a right hook. No, he was leading with his right, and then the left comes in. Yes. He was leading with his right. And it was right hook, right hook, right hook, right hook, right, 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 jab, 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 left hook, bam. And it wasn't even a left hook. It was the left overhand. It was a downward facing punch that finally and took he is Tony. And not the, giving up. And then he pauses and waits to see if Tony's got more. Tony doesn't tap out. Tony the Tigers just refuses to tap out. Like UFC fighters, you know, when they're getting their asses kicked and the guy's kneeing him in the face and he's bleeding and he's on the ground and the ground game is not strong and he doesn't tap out and the ref is there waiting for him to tap out and then that dumbass Tony the Tiger decides to just lay there and then takes the lefts and finally gets counted out. Now Let's play put your hands together, like, ladies and Who gentlemen. was the undercard in this fight? <laughs> the undercard was the Venezuelan baseball game. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I actually, I had it wrong. I had it with the, he actually was using his the right. right hand to, how to many did I mean, count? Eight or nine consecutive yeah. jabs? It was It was good. It was a good. That's a great boxer right there. Yes. Because, you know, you can lead. People are right-hand dominant. I'm right-hand dominant. You know, so I'm gonna lead with my right. You know, the boxers go Southpaw. There's some mm-hmm. good boxers that can, you know, could, Southpaw boxers will obviously lead with their left.
2: But he came strong right out of the corner. I you mean, gotta have a just... finishing
0: move. Yeah. Because if you're just gonna use jabs all the time and just keep using left, you know, right hand, right hand. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. You've Cujo... gotta be able to come around with the roundhouse. Who you know? Cassius Spey.
2: Cassius <laughs> Spay. <laughs>
0: I defy UFC, Bellator, uh, MMA, anything. Any of the fights, whether it's MMA or whether it's boxing, and our buddy Marcus Johns down there in Tampa, I defy him to put a video of any of the recent fights that were pay-per-views or over the air and tell me you've seen a dominant performance like that. I was waiting for the, the dog in the back of the room to scream, throw the damn towel. Throw the damn towel.
2: That's beautiful. <laughs> it's beautiful. Hey Tony, you know what time it is?
0: What time is it, Robin? What time is it? Is it time? It is time.
2: It two hours just flew flew by. Are you kidding me right now? I know. It's crazy.
0: No, that's cray, cray, Robin. What's the matter with you? Yeah, say? I- Anyway, it's a crazy, 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 crazy world out there. And you know what I say. Don't drink and drive. Don't get stoned and drive. Don't text and drive, damn it. But more importantly, love one another. And if you can't be with the one you love, then love the one you're with. Somebody should write a song about that. And most importantly... God bless America, not God damn America. The people who say that, they're truly the enemy of the people. We'll see you back here. Now we're uh, we're on uh, we're not on final approach for tomorrow's show at this time. Are we, Robin?
2: Yes. No, we're going to do tomorrow's show regular time, not nighttime.
0: All right. So we'll be back tomorrow from one yeah. to three Friday. Big extravaganza. We'll release all the football picks. Anything you need, anything tomorrow right here one to three thank you for joining us at twitch.tv tony bruno show god bless america we'll see you tomorrow
1: thank
2: you for listening to the tony bruno show on bruno nation live don't forget to subscribe on the twitch mobile app so you don't miss any of bruno nation's hilarity and hijinks because it is definitely must watch radio Of course, you can catch the archived audio on your favorite podcast app like Spreaker or iTunes. Plus, if you subscribe via Twitch, you can watch any of our archived videos. We hope to see you back here every Monday through Friday. See you soon.